Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of There Be Dragons. I am, as always, your Dungeon Master, Matthew. We're going to go around the room, introduce ourselves. Not Angela right away, because she's got a donut. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to go around the room, introduce ourselves and the characters we play, and I'm going to make it really awkward for Angela. I'm just going to stare at her and keep talking. Yeah. (laughs) Get out the way. The more I laugh, the less I chew. (laughs) I'm not hearing you chewing. I'm waiting for the deadpan, like, hi. (laughs) Hi. I'm Angela, and I'm playing Bella, and I'm going back to my donut! I'm Karen, I play Rylan Westfall, the badass dragonborn warrior bitch. That's my new intro, guys. <laughs> I love it. Love everything about it. I'm Josh, uh, I play Skian Felspar, and it's my birthday this weekend, so I'm getting fancy drunk. Hello, I'm Tristan, and I play Charlie Roughhouse. It's hard to remember, isn't it? Yeah, I remember. You've had I too many. Who I am. <laughs> Too many. And I'm Tom, and I play Nizal Valgulis, your friendly bard who is slowly becoming more and more of a magician. What? The wizard. The wizard. In a house that doesn't exist. In a room that no one can see. Rylan Westfall sits with a letter in her hand and the certain knowledge that her mother has died. Okay. Um, I will look at the letter in my hands with a certain amount of gravity. Dearest Ryland. I hope that this letter finds you out in the wild, wide world. I've entrusted it to people I know who specialize in this sort of thing, and better yet, those who understand the value of discretion itself. Which, if we are speaking plainly, we never did quite muster. But I'm not writing to criticize your faults. I have known them always the way a mother does, and while you have vexed me, quite often I might add, I have always in my quiet moments found a smile forming on my lips when I think about what you have achieved in your life. You have brought me so much joy. I will never forget the day the Valenish merchant offered you to us as a shiny trinket that might best take a position on our mantelpiece. The little fool was attempting to buy our favour with what he thought was a useless bauble, but as it would happen, it was the greatest gift a woman can receive. It was such a surprise to hear the cracking of that great silvery orb during our coldest winter, you unfurling yourself from your shell, so regal and yet so cold, mist billowing from your little lungs. and truly all the more beautiful for it. Upon fixing me with those eyes and such a taciturn face, how could I not find love for you in my heart? I must confess, my dear, it was not the easiest time in my life either. You must have wondered over the years as to why your father and I recognized you as our daughter, much to the scorn of our peers. My relationship with your father was always complex, an arranged affair to strengthen our position, turning to true love of the man I barely knew before the consummation of our marriage. I have never mentioned this to you, but I lost several children, your siblings, I suppose, before your birth. As your father dealt with our loss in his own way, I insisted that the hearth be heated to keep the bitter chill away, for grief and the cold is the surest way to the grave, and I would not lose my husband as well as my child. Perhaps I was overzealous, 
But lo and behold, the sweltering heat was a providence. You entered our lives from the darkness, and from then every day was death of light. Forgive an old woman her reminiscence and her silence. So to the purpose of this letter, I'll be brief on the reason, my shining star. I am dying. Our family doctor has diagnosed me with the most horrible of wasting diseases, one of the body and mind. There are no known cures, and it would seem I am to spend my final months confined to a bed while I rot to pieces, gradually becoming more and more forgetful, until the moment I forget to breathe. This is not the way a Westfall conducts oneself in the face of death. I intend to see to the matter myself once affairs are in order. It will be quick, relatively painless, and allow me to be laid in state remembered as I am. A fashionable end to a very full life. The vultures are already circling, though, my dear. Celia, our cousin, is already pushing the validity of her claim to the seat. Vladislaw is also rallying support from within the family to push for inheritance. It is an ugly business to watch. I know full well what they are doing. I still have a long reach and keen ears, and it pains me to see the family begin to cut itself to pieces. Gideon's lot have made extreme capital from your minor indiscretion. One would think you were responsible for all the plagues of man the way they speak of you privately. I am actually responsible for all the plagues of men. <laughs> <laughs> Particularly the frogs. <laughs> you may also know, or perhaps not, depending on the timing of this letter, that your erstwhile paramour Eleanor Gideon is now betrothed to our king's heir. I never liked the girl. <laughs> such a, such such a, a mum! I never liked the girl, and even more the family, but there again your grandmama never particularly liked me, so I will respect your tastes and wish you better sense in the future. <laughs> So much has been unusual about your life. Your proclivities are a minor thing in comparison, but you should be aware that your tryst is now suppressed knowledge. The Duchess to be of Lionsdale and our future queen cannot have such scandalous accusations being thrown about by the royalty and the gilded. That would upset the established order. To that end, be careful, my dear. I somehow fear that if you had simply returned home to me, you would now be in less danger than you are currently. One can defend oneself when they stand brave and proud in the face of lies. It is another thing to disappear and allow public opinion to act as your advocate. Nevertheless, you must take measures to protect yourself. Words have a way of becoming blades in your back. When was this letter before I got stabbed like ten times? That wasn't words at all, that was blades. <laughs> blades can become blades. Lots of blades, guys. So many blades. Blades in your boot can become blades in your back, can become blades in your boot. <laughs> <laughs> Words have a way of becoming blades in your back, and there are unscrupulous braggarts that ape the behaviours of gentlemen while drawing long knives in the dark for the king's purposes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Chief among them, an odious little half-man called Dupree de Pont, son of Baron William de Pont and his ghastly wife. If you ever have the displeasure of meeting him, understand that the half-elf is not trustworthy in the least, along with the rest of his kind. From mom. Also, this is where the letter's coming from. What His Highness was thinking in lifting his family to peerage is beyond me. Betrayal is in his nature. You need only look at his pedigree, let alone his role in our government. My hand has begun to tremble again, my dear, so I must bring this letter to a close. I hope this finds you in good health and possibly even happy. It's all I've ever truly wanted for you. I want you to know I love you. 
No scandal, no misbehavior, nor any of the things that are gossiped about you by the maidservants could ever make me love you less. You are not my true blood, but you are my daughter in every sense. You are a Westfall and the true and rightful heir of our estate, no matter what our peers might claim and the extended family may want. So tell them to go fuck themselves with a broom handle, and if needs be, apply the handle yourself. And if you have the opportunity, do visit your father's grave. I know he would miss you. Your loving mother, Lady Renna Westfall. Oh man, I want to meet Rylan's mother so bad. She sounds like Lady Grantham from Downton Abbey. Sounds like she's dead already. I know, she's dead, but, you know, she sounds like she's the sort of woman who'd sit there and go, what's a weekend? You know, um, It's a lesbian. (laughs) Women don't do that sort of thing. (laughs) Does she have a legit claim? She would be the designated heir. Erhard Lawrence. Functionally is yes. Yeah. Cool. The thing is, the thing is, once she dies, unless she has any children, it reverts to the nearest. Sure, yeah. but that has to happen first. Yeah. Oh, they're going to try and kill her right with you. <coughs> oh, I feel more blades in my back, guys. Ah, oh, it's itchy. Don't worry, it's just words. <laughs> just words in the back. We're um, still outside. Aren't says, we? No one's with you. Yeah. It says "Nala tanali invia est via" on. Yeah, it was a saying your mother was fond of. That means in High Erhart, for the tenacious, no road is unpassable. Look, I'm not saying we overthrow the Erhart government, but... Oh, they're dicks, though. <laughs> oh, I mean, Charlie's not up for this, Unlike, but... Unlike every other government, which is just so wonderfully nice. Ryland, you're, you're sitting in the room having read this document. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to know what, what's happening there. Is there a fire in the room? Uh, there is a fireplace, but it is like everything else in this room covered in dust. Also, it's the only proof you're the air designate. Oh, everyone knows that. I just have the misfortune to be alive and the air designate. Well, I don't, know, I don't know if you'd lose anything by keeping it on you. Like, if someone found it, what are they going to find out? That your mum loves you? <laughs> and that you're preed upon as a slimy asshole, which so we already what, know. What they find out is that you slept with the... Which is something... Oh! And I think would be fun to use. Oh, let's write some letters, guys. Let's let's launch a mail campaign to make sure everyone on Westport... Kick down to the door to the castle, look her in the eye and say, hello, lover. No, 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 rush over and, like, tip her over backwards. Take her in a womanly fashion. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) In front of everybody and just be like, oh, I'm sorry, was this yours? Unfortunately, none of us are here to get off of these observations. Anyway, all right, I will tuck it inside my clothing against my skin. Yeah. I just kind of sit there for a moment and I'm just like... God damn it, I really wanted to get back before my mother died because I would have. I really needed her to, like, tell me off one more time. Like, you know, when I like Give you a solid, this is actually what you're like? (laughs) (laughs) Tell me I'm stubborn and willful and I don't have a sensible bone in my body. One more time. I'm going to have a snoop. Okay. Because she's just told me he's a slimy weasel. And while we kind of already thought that... My my curiosity is to which Dupree she actually knows. How many Dupree de Ponts? Half no, elf like, Dupree de like, Ponts. Like are... more when we first met him, he was very much that like oh, oh, oh hoity toity, look at me. Um and Slimy Weasel. Slimy Weasel. Um, he's competent. He's competent, but he, he is also he 
if I remember correctly, he is like the master of spies or he's... He works in intelligence. Yeah, he works in intelligence within the thing. But we also know that he's in intelligence because he's trying to work against what's known as the cult of the dragon. So how, like, whether or not how much you can trust him is because he does have an ulterior motive, but we also know his ulterior motive and we're kind of okay with it. Hmm. Uh, if you'd like to have a look around, I'll get you to... Well, actually, no, let's let's describe the room. So the room is a relatively small office, probably about 15 foot square, more or less. And you're seated on the opposite side of this desk. To your right is a fireplace. To your left is a blank wall that has, like, lots of little depressions on it. Like, looks like someone's been... Would have used it as some kind of uh, pinboard or something along those lines. It's actually got faded outlines where the window faded like an impression of documents. Um, so the, you sort of have this outline of that. The desk itself is just coated in, in in dust, but has a few areas where clearly things have been set down. But there is actually a small cabinet to the rear of the room and on the right next to the window that has a locked front to it, specifically like a, a almost like a deadbolt style covering with a lock paddled to it. That's It's a very unremarkable room beyond that. Cool. Uh, is there anything like paperwork lying on the desk at all? No, but the desk itself definitely has drawers. If you wanted to rifle through those, there might be something. Um, I want to open them, but I want to see what's in them before I start moving things about. Sure. Uh, so yeah, the top drawer you pull out and... Um, I don't know what you were expecting to find, but what you see in there is... Um, Fluffy handcuffs. Well, no, it's like it's a collection of like small pieces of rock that looks very much like the laystone that you've seen. Hmm. You also notice that there is like a few pieces of obsidian. Next drawer. Uh, the second drawer has what looks like an ashtray in it. It is about the size of your hand, actually, which is not insignificant. Uh, this sort of like, again, obsidian coloured, but almost like a sort of semi-transparent glass. And it looks like it has uh, finger holes around the edge, places where you could insert a hand and then pick it up to move it around. That's what you make of it. It looks like an ashtray, um, but it is sort of a ovular kind of shape. It's very odd. It's like, this is what you would assume it is, what its function is. Does it have anything in it at the moment? Uh, no, no, it has nothing in it. Can I just touch it with the tip of one finger? Uh, yeah, you do. It pulses where you touch it. And it refracts backwards and forwards across this surface and then settles. Can I do an arcana check on this, please? Absolutely. Hmm. Uh, 15 plus 2, so 17 on arcana. You are not sure what this thing is, but what you do almost instinctually recognise about it is that this is something that is familiar to you. All right, I'm going to make a careful note of how it's sitting in the drawer, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to pick it up. Okay. Uh, actually, good question. How are you picking it up? Very gingerly. Okay. Both hands. hands Both hands. Sockets. Very carefully. Okay. As you pick it up, where you are touching it, you are seeing that it's sort of acquiring like this, this, um, this rippling, not too dissimilar to how you would put your hands on one of those, uh, those globes that have electrical static running around it, sort of along the sides of this thing. It is reacting to your touch. It feels like it's starting to like vibrate slowly in your hand and there is kind of a very low whine to it. Like it's sort of uh, almost like powering on. Could I blow a little mist across it? Yeah, absolutely. It immediately reacts to that. It goes suddenly inert. Then your ice breath is absorbed 
and swirls inside of this obsidian shard you're holding, where it eventually forms a sigil. That means absolutely nothing to you. But it is incredibly familiar, and then it takes a moment, but you realise why. You've actually seen the same sort of language before, and the last time you've seen it was when it was etched into the doors of stone beneath a ream. Um, I feel like I should say something. Like it's... Mm. Or put it back because it's not yours and we don't want to activate something. But... <clears throat> or take it. Because it's... It's pretty. It's pretty. Um, well, since I've just read the letter, I'm going to say the higher heart. Yeah. It's not Latin. Latin doesn't exist here. Uh, so I lean over and I whisper, nulla tenali in via est via. So you speak the words your mother was so fond of saying and you see this rune react. It shimmers out of view and then you see a face appear in the stone. It is a reflection. It says in this Valenish accent, Who is this? I'm a genius, guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, could I have literally said, kiss my ass for Shen's gum and it would have worked? That would have been hilarious. Possibly. So this has to be... Ooh, I love this. Yeah. Um, so I say, Professor? I ask again, who is this? Why can I not see you? She can't see me. Don't give it away. Do you want to tell her that you're another silver dragonborn or do you want to hold on to it? I say, ah, uh, that's not important right now. Enough of this. Where is Marduk? <gasps> oh my god! Marduk has met an unfortunate end. You should return to Key immediately. I am already on my way. Now what do you mean Marduk is no longer with us? He picked a fight with the wrong group. So he is dead. I am surprised anything could kill that off. No matter. Now I demand you tell me who this is. You'll find out soon. Goodbye, Professor. And I like blowing it again. <sighs> that terminates whatever this conversation was. Oh, this thing is cool. Should I steal it? Well, I think yes, but Maybe don't he... let me influence you. He'll probably notice it's missing, though. You're a bad influence. Look, she is a bad influence. Let's be clear about that. I'm pretty sure I'm technically good mm. alignment. Yeah. Yes, it says bad influence right here. Hey, you can be good alignment and a bad influence. Oh, good. Yo. So. <laughs> um, I'm going to put it back in the desk and close the drawer. Okay, can I just roll a slight of hand check with advantage? Uh, 11 plus 2, so only a 13. You're pretty so. certain you've done it. Okay, so I put it back in the drawer. How many more drawers are there? Uh, there are two on the other side as well. I open the first one of those. A uh, bunch of rolled up old parchment documents rolled to the fore. Ooh. Can I just, is there one that I can pull out with distur out disturbing the others? They literally rolled forward as you're doing They've already been disturbed. Okay, great. Uh, I'll just pick one at random then and open it up. Okay. Are they sealed? Uh, they're tied off. Okay, I'll, I'll untie one. Uh, it looks like some kind of um, coded message. It's It doesn't make sense. Like, it's written in high Erhart, but the conjugation of sentences don't make sense. Hmm, code. Can I pull out another one? Uh, much the same. This one's much shorter. It looks like it might be a response to something or like a do this, this is your orders. Is it, is it like a series of words or is it literally just a jumble of letters? I know it's a series. They're, they're words, but they don't. The way they are positioned is in no order. It's like saying uh, it, it would be a string of conversation like purple monkey dishwasher. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> that sort okay. of. Okay. 
But yeah, though, these, these are all different length documents, but they don't make much sense. And they also look like they've been here for a while. Okay. Well, I'm going to put them back and open the next drawer. Uh, you open the next drawer and it's basically a calligraphy set. Okay, cool. At the, at the base. I've already got one of those. No need to steal it. Yeah. Um, cool. So that's all the drawers? That's all the drawers. So is there anything else I can open to look inside? Uh, there is the cabinet. But that's that has the a cabinet, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm good at hitting things <laughs> and seducing women. Exactly. It's like, I'm, I'm here. all out of things to hit. It's like, I came here to hit things and seduce women. And I'm all out of women. <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to save that the next time we go into a fight. Yeah. Good, good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. So, so edit that out. <laughs> Woman at the back, just like, hello. <laughs> oh, it's like, well, right. come over here. Yeah, with me. <laughs> oh, can we get T-shirts that say, okay, I'm here to hit things and seduce women? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm all out of gum. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm all out of D20s. I'm all out of action points. Um, so, uh, yes, look, this is taking you a fair while. So, meanwhile, outside the office, uh, Dupree closes the door gently behind him. Right, so I think it's best that we give dear Ryland a bit of privacy while she deals with some personal matters and we should all decamp back downstairs to the living room and see what the others are up to. Uh, so, yeah, you all sort of trudge downstairs to this room. Uh, Rubicon has gone from reading a pamphlet which is left on this, like, side table to, I guess the word you'd use is supervising Locke, instructing him on the... Um, the fine points of death. The fine points of removing cobwebs in a corner. Sure. Which he is not quite tall enough to handle. But yeah, she turns in a seat and regards you all as you shamble into the room and she says, Oh, so you're done with your meeting then? Little secret meeting? More or less. If you've got nothing else to do, we do need to clean this place up. Any assistance? Why? Because we're going to be living here. I give Prosh a sort of mental command of, hey, want to set something on fire? Um, and <laughs> Is that, yes. <laughs> yes, that always. Um, go for it. And he sort of flutters over to it. It's not a whoosh, it's a <laughs> cobweb burns fast. So just poof, and it just falls into Locke's eyes, I imagine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, welcome. <laughs> no, he's... Now he's blind and therefore useless. Right. <laughs> useless right. in the context. House. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she looks and goes, not bad for a barbarian from the north. I don't even. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, she's definitely giving you the eye. Like, that's where you should take away from Isn't that. Isn't she giving Charlie the eye? Yeah. All right. Equal opportunity eye giver. Like, um, I just rolled an insight to get that, and I got a 20, so I am aware that I have been found attracted by somebody. Good yeah. job, Scan. I think she's <laughs> just looking at you, just like, oh. With his eyes, it definitely still work. Lock, I don't notice. That he can still use for his job that is essential there. to him. Look, at this at this point, there is not a whole lot of anything going on, but you may, if you would like, engage in small talk, handle base-level tasks. Did Dupree say he was trying to get into the Wizard's Tower? And we yes. Like, we've got an in. Yeah, no, he he definitely needs some access to the Scholar Arcanum. Uh, he hasn't actually told you what the mission is, but he's he's implied that he has something he's doing with Rubicon later tonight that's relevant and related to the Wizard Tower, but has also mentioned, uh, like, we need... Yeah. That's possibly unrelated since Rubicon's involved. Yeah. yeah um, it's like, we're, roll me an we're, insight, not getting in, we're not getting in today, are we? No. No. Uh, that's a two. Okay, yeah. Plus a something, but it's still not great. 
Uh, if it's above five, you should be able to intuit this. No, uh, it's only a four. Nope. <laughs> it could be anything. Give me one more level and it'll be a five. <laughs> At this point, Rubicon goes, well, look, I'm going to put another pot of tea on since we seem to go through it like the, the, the devil. His name's Charlie. He likes tea. Okay. It's uh, pretty much his only character character-defining trait for him. Since that and punching things. <laughs> she, she goes up to you, puts a hand on your bicep, and goes, "Beer, darling, put on a pot." Sure. <laughs> she's she's angling for some kind of three-way here, and I admire her gusto. She's. And then Gwilane enters the room, and she's like, "Yes." And like, no. <laughs> and then I'm like, "Oh, uh, no, then bitch, no." It becomes an orgy. And uh, uh, up, up, up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I was like, well, I'll just hang out with this pot of tea. I'm more <laughs> like, Matt really doesn't from across want to the room. I, I will roleplay whatever needs to be roleplayed. How, I'm playing the character. Yeah, how, how long have you been wanting to roleplay as a mother? As a mother? Yeah, writing that letter. Oh, that, that just kind of put myself in headspace. I really enjoyed that. I hope that that it was... It was very well written. Oh. You did a good job. Waiting for Matt to pop out a couple of babies. You'll <laughs> be, be a great mother one day. Uh, great, thank really you. Really judgmental, yeah. <laughs> That's great. just a mother, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, my mom is as good as I'd hope you Not my mom. My mom was just like, oh, you're doing great. And I'm like, you have no so idea what I'm talking about. And she's like, yep. Exactly. Like, okay, so my mom's like, oh, that's so nice. <laughs> I'm like, thanks, thanks, mum. No, my, my mum doesn't really? even pretend. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, I'm too busy dealing with my own shit. I'm like, cool. <laughs> well, at least you're honest. Yeah. <laughs> I got that going for you. So Locke actually goes over to you and goes, uh, so, there's so, is that? Yeah, name? that's Hi. me. You mentioned that you were a magical practitioner. Where'd you study? I didn't. Everybody asks that. Okay. Yeah, I just kind of figured it out as I went. Right. Just figured out magic. <laughs> yeah. Like... Started with music, music made magic. Oh, you're a bard. Yeah, uh, like I've got some other weird stuff going on I mean, at I the moment. Pick that up from the loot, but yeah. Um, how how much do you how like? How hard is magic really? I mean, I never oh. learned. <laughs> I mean, worry. some people have innate abilities. Don't worry about him. Um, did I you? Wait, you see the shit I can do? <laughs> uh, yes, I studied the the College of the Stag. Right. Did you Go focus stags. in? in... <laughs> Sure. What does he look like in any way a sports ball player? <laughs> no. <laughs> he he is he is um Is that sarcastic? So go stags. No, it's more like I'm I fucking hated that school. <laughs> <laughs> but possibly, possibly. Um it, it... Come on, Churchy, give it all you got. Right, fuck off. Yeah. Uh, it's it's sort of that um whenever someone says I'm from a school, go the sports ball team. Yeah. yeah. It's that kind of thing. Right. Um So what did you what did you Major? Is that how things work? Oh, my 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 schools of yeah. Magic. Um, well, enchantment, illusion, and I did a minor in uh, abjuration. Right. Would you know anything about? And I like pull out the the flute thing that I've. Is it a flute? I can't even remember. It's a pan flute. It's like pan flute. Yeah. I pull out my pan flute. I'm like, this seems to amplify my magic, but also do weird things if I do the right. It's not even a spell like music. Through uh, it. His eyes just light up the minute you bring it out and goes. Ooh. Yeah, just, and I just, just, I was just like, I want it back, but I also uh, have no idea what's going on with that. Uh, so. He's he's a, he's looking at it, and he sort of says, "Oh wow, um, I can tell this is magical because I can just feel the raw arcana that's built into this thing." But I do not know what this is or what it does. Oh, fair enough. What happens when you play it? Um, so I, I grab it and I I play a quick. <sighs> I'm trying to think, was it good? 
Just play the actual song itself. No, because I don't want people to cry. Why? Who gives a shit? I do. I also want to do we cool should all things. Cry. We just have like a good Isn't crying that the point moment. Of you? Like, Crying's you, okay. You're, you're like you. You want all you're your literally the emo guy instead yeah. of casting fucking like. But that's that, that's not an inherent. Wave. That's not an inherent reality of the the flute. Yeah, like, so I just want to like. No, it's not. It, it's, if I play, song. if I play the right song through it, that's what it does. What's your plan, Nezzle? Yeah, let's play the song. Let's see what happens. We're in a, we're in a safe check. space. We can feel sad. Performance checks will not fuck up. I always feel sad, even if it's not a safe place. <laughs> uh, 25. Great. I want everyone to, who is within hearing range to roll a wisdom save. But you are unable to hear this, Ryland. You are too far away. Uh, but everyone else, wisdom save. Give me, give me one moment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Ah, oh, that's that's amazing. Okay. I should have cast countertop. So I had a date with Quillane later, and I just rolled a one. <laughs> no, no, they're very pretty. Thank you for the flowers. <laughs> no, it's not too big. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Um. So who here rolled under 17? Uh, yep. Way under 17. <laughs> I've got a 15. Okay. Uh, um. Frosh is kind of linked to you, so we'll say he's also not feeling great as well. Um, well actually, no, roll him as his save. No. No. Okay. Everyone in the room except Rubicon starts crying. Uh, Rubicon is made of steel and, and, <laughs> and She's maybe not, a bit of horniness. Do the tears make her, like, more <laughs> or horny. less? Yeah. She's awkward. She's, She's like, oh, yeah, no, this is into so it. So lubricant. Dupree sort of just goes... <laughs> what? What she said. I missed that. What was that last <laughs> it's one? It's all lubricant. Oh my god. The tears are not oh, lubricant. The tears are. No, 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 no but it was too funny not, not to say. They are not lubricant. <laughs> um, so, uh, Dupree just goes, <laughs> What have you done? <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Just sit and enjoy it. It's, sometimes it's nice just to sit and look. It's, why is it not raining? It should be raining. <laughs> Um, it doesn't work on anything else. Because I'm like not in the room, so I'm good. I don't have to look like a no, you, cry boy. But you don't have to look like a cry boy, but you are definitely just crying. In, like, <laughs> That's fine. in the next corner, it's like... <laughs> no, I'm out in the room. You don't have to just mouth cry. In the, next room. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. the tea is too slow. <laughs> um, Charlie doesn't mouth cry. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know... <laughs> that is a really awful but yet so apt statement. Um... I think I'm just rocking in a corner, to be honest. Yeah. Um, Locke is just like, <laughs> he's just staring off into the distance and you just see tears just welling down his face and he's just repeating at, at length. He's going, I, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean Yeah, same dude. Um, this goes on for a minute or so. Um, I'm assuming Ryland upstairs, you're not trying to get into the, the locked box or are we hearing like a thump, <laughs> thump of like an axe going into something i'm being more discreet about it i'm trying to okay know, to praise like what's this banging it. like i'm trying to open this box he's I like what robbing me upstairs <laughs> you hear you hear like what sounds like the pan flute being that bloody pan flute that makes you cry all the time being played in the distance oh, but I couldn't hear it no no let me finish what i'm saying but you're not it's not distinct enough you just know there's a noise and then you start hearing like, <laughs> I'm like, oh great, this is <laughs> the tea. 
Uh, I'm just looking around the room like, what are you people doing? Like, I shit her a look and I'm just like, I'm sorry. I had to. Sorry. So she just uh, but I'm actually grateful because this is probably going to hide the she noise we're trying to jimmy the cupboard open. So, you know. Yeah. When I win a chicken dinner. You jimmy harder. <laughs> um, if you're trying to... Uh, I will allow you to do a... Um, uh, you don't have tools, but um, you could attempt to break the lock, I suppose. If you break it, it's obvious someone's broken. Yeah, yeah. that's what I don't want to do. Uh, if you pick it, I wouldn't want to do yeah. it at all. Can I use like an arrowhead in my wits? Uh, an arrowhead would be too. I would break it. Yeah, that would be too much for this. It's a delicate-looking mechanism, comparatively, anyway. This is where I wish I was a human, because then I'd have hairpins. And everyone knows you just jam it in at an angle and the lock pops open. Yeah. Um, That's how all things work ever. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I don't have anything long and pointy. I've got some daggers. <laughs> uh, again, too blunt, like this thing is... Needles. Claws? Needles. Yeah, okay. Um, I've got claws. I will allow you to attempt to do that. I'll set the DC relatively high because it's a real blunt force effort. Um... And unfortunately, it will be a disadvantage because you are literally trying to use a, effectively a fingernail to unpick something. But it will work in the context of what you're trying. So roll me a slotted for hand at disadvantage. 17. 17? No, that will that actually will do it. Holy shit, really? Uh, you're like... Oh uh, my god! Uh, I am... Ryland is genuinely surprised that this worked. <laughs> she was not expecting this to work. Um, I opened the cupboard. Uh, you see row upon row of different vials with different liquids inside them. Are any of them labelled? No, but they Who's are... Got a llama. <laughs> <laughs> pull the label down, it's actually a skull. Uh, this no. This is stuff. Llama! <laughs> um, Wrong llama! <laughs> roll a um, investigation check. Ooh, 19. You're pretty certain this is partially alchemical supplies, partially, like, poison. Do any of them, like, look familiar? Uh, No, no, they don't. But the the general, like, look at the stuff, like, that's a reagent of some kind. That just looks unhealthy to ingest. This does not look like a drinks cupboard. This looks like a I'm going to poison someone cupboard. Or I'm going to mix something together to do something with paperwork, secret ink, that sort of stuff. Cool. Well, probably no point pillaging it then. Um, I guess I'll... Is it one of those locks that you can, like, flip? Yeah, you just push yeah. it back in. And it yeah. locks again. Great. Cool. Um, and that's about it for this room, isn't that's it? That's it for this yeah. room. Great. I am going to head back down to join my companions. Everyone is, is Playing crying. it chill as <laughs> fuck. <laughs> so, yeah, you enter the room as everyone is crying or tearing up, finishing their little crying session, I suppose. Um and, and, and just Ryla just thinks it's like, it's my mother that's <laughs> dead. <laughs> I just, you know, it's it's rough losing a parent. I've lost one or two in my time. <laughs> uh, do, you, do you walk down and say that? Cause that no, not- that's what I look, I look at them all and my first thought is, <laughs> it's like, I'm my the one with a dead mother. I'm just doing that, like, head to the side, looking at her like, yep, didn't expect it to be that bad. You played the flute again. Just for clarity, we're not all just really sad for you. I, it's, it is sad, but we're not this sad for you. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Dupree through like heaving sobs is going, are you going to stay here or do you have your, your own lodgings? <laughs> do, do you want us to stay? <laughs> do you need us to stay? I am not going to be here tonight. <laughs> 
<laughs> Not, neither will Rubicon. <laughs> and she seems a lot happier about that. <laughs> He's, she's like doing the I'm helping my friend as they vomit into the toilet yeah. thing with Dupree and she's like rubbing his back and she looks over at you, Ryland, and goes, I see, I thought this was a professional outfit. <laughs> Professional has so many levels within it. Anyway, I pass the, the flute back to Locke and I'm like, so that's what it does when I play that song. And the other songs are just kind of like... So which class then? Uh, I don't think so. Sometimes it supposed to make people sad? Sometimes sadness can be pleasantly indulgent. I'm, I'm slowly, enjoying it. I'm slowly picking myself up with the pieces of my broken life from the floor. Being like... Maybe, maybe it'll be okay after all. Um, I, I, I've been sort of patting Krosh across my chest. Is Krosh crying too? Oh no, Krosh was curled up in a. Oh, I want like he only got like a seven. Dragon tears um, just rolling down his uh, face. He was he just sort of nuzzled in, and I said, "God, or Bella, she needs you more than me," because uh, I, I got almost the DC, so I think I'll, I, I recover a little bit faster. Oh yeah, look, <laughs> my crit fail's gonna take me a minute to yeah. get over. So I send him over to a Bella, and then I come over to Nezor and say. With the best will in the world, please don't play that again. <laughs> Certainly not in a confined space, or at least some warning, perhaps. <laughs> uh, Rupert goes like, uh, so maybe we all just need a cup of tea now, <laughs> since we all seem to have... How are we going with that, Charlie? Yes, water's boiling. <laughs> I'm sorry, it just takes so long because I've added so much with my tears. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little salty, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I've ruined it. <laughs> uh, so Locke looks at the piece and goes... I think I'd have to study this in depth to get an idea of it, but, um... Oh. <laughs> well, I actually do feel better. It's good, isn't it? I, I feel like I was leaving a lot in. Um, it's been it's been pretty exciting, but also really stressful. Yeah, those tend to coincide. Was the flute controlling the robots when we first... Is that how that worked? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And none of them ever got sad. My thousand yards, Sarah, is slowly returning... You're about 900. <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Locke passes back the flute. I'll do that again. Yeah. <laughs> I, this is great, but I'm I'm more than happy to talk craft with you anytime you'd like. If you're helping us, um, you know, further our government's goals, that's A-OK by me. I don't know how much I'd even have to talk about. Like... I'm pretty good, but I have no idea how anything actually works. There's not really. Oh, that's craft. why you go to college. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't need to. I mean, some this, people. The subtle shade brings me out of my depression. <laughs> I really enjoy that. You're gonna love this letter from my mom. <laughs> the shade is not so subtle here. Can we test something? Here? Like I, I, I've been trying to figure this one out for a little while since I last kind of saw it used. Can I get you to just cast like a real basic? spell for me. How basic are we talking? Like something that you would have learnt in your first year. Okay. Even second year if, if you've got something really cool that you might want to show off. Sure. He picks up uh, the pamphlet and he mutters something under his breath and then it starts to glow. Cool. Like as he as he does that, I kind of go into the pamphlet again um, and cast okay. no. counter spell. Alright, everyone needs to take a will save. Really? Uh, wisdom save, yeah. God damn it. I thought... Oh. Uh, Crit fail. Yay! I got an 18 that time. 
<laughs> oh, do I need to perform again though? Or? Yeah, yeah roll, you you are basically casting a spell. You're not trying to do a song. Really yeah, so like that's what I'm checking. Like counter spell is just like it's a level three spell. Yeah, just done. So I don't, yeah. but I don't need to roll it. No, but you still need to whiz save. Ah, oh, yeah, fourteen plus okay. whatever. Uh, anyone who rolled under seventeen? Ah, oh, really? I rolled a one, so you know. Fifteen. <laughs> Sorry, I got the one last time. 19. I, just, 19. I got an 18. Okay. 25. All right, excellent. Um, Locke starts to cry again. <laughs> I didn't think it was. Why are you doing this? I thought I only did it on the one song. How's Ruby and um, DuPont? They're fine. Like, DuPont's like. Does this thing where his eyes go wide when he sees this all start to play, but then it's like, oh, actually, no, I'm. Hard thoughts, mean thoughts. <laughs> um, Rubicon just looks like. I don't understand why. Um, Ryland, however... Um, is a puddle on the floor. <laughs> yeah. What's what's that look like? Can I, like, be crying, like, ice? Uh, <laughs> like little hailstones. Sorry, you're not allowed to invalidate the physical laws of this universe. <laughs> no, that sounds painful. It's like and kidney stones for your tear dog. No, 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 like I have tears and they freeze. They freeze as they come out of my face. Yeah. It's very much Mr. Freeze in Batman Forever. I don't remember that. Cries Diamonds. Yeah, I've seen it. I've I've washed it from my mind with bleach. Such a beautiful film. Yeah. (laughs) What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. Why is this relevant to what's happening? Ice. To meet you. Oh, Arnold. Yeah, it's, it's truly his standout performance. <laughs> um, so, yeah, what is... I'm, I have to ask because obviously the stuff that's just happened. I'm assuming there is something to do with Mother. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, well, you can determine what, what if anything, is said to clue these guys. I don't think Rylan's, like, a screaming crier. I no. think she just sinks to her knees and, like, you know, she's crying and, like, it turns to ice as it rolls over her face and yeah. just kind of tinkles onto the floor. So there's, like, little chips of ice on the floor around her because yeah. she's just really upset. And I've, like, got my hand over where I've got the letter inside my... My my tunic. Oh. I'm going to roll an insight to determine whether or not she would like company or alone time. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, go for it. I mean, I got a three, five. <laughs> would you like company or alone time? The truthful answer. Bearing in mind that he rolled a five. <laughs> You're going to get the opposite, basically. So. Oh, okay, she definitely wants to be left alone okay. to process this moment. So, um, Scan uh, pro- looks at her and then thinks. I'm going to send a dragon. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then messages Rosh and like, she's good now, go and talk to the other one. (laughs) Rosh is like, really? I have to? And and he, yeah. Yes, you do. Go on. Be nice. Okay. Um... Um, once, once everything's calmed down. But yeah, but counterspell works, yeah. (laughs) Oh, it actually... Yeah, yeah, it, it flickers, the light flickers and disappears and... I'm sorry, Locke. I just wanted to try Such a powerful spell. On a cantrip. Is, is it that powerful? I don't even know. It's kind of spell. I've never done it before. It's something we learned in third year. I just saw someone else do it. And I thought it'd be cool to try. to my parents. Does that mean everyone has level three depression? <laughs> Definitely oh, yes. Well, I did. Uh, I mean, like, level three is fucking basic bitch depression. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm a basic bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't even. Happy people. I'm not even sure what basic. <laughs> once it's actually calmed down, I'm yeah. like, so is that actually like quite a hard thing to 
<laughs> yes, that's something we learned because you have to understand how how a spell functions and kind of use your magic to cancel out their magic. Now Nezzle's come down. I'm just going to lean and be like, hey, Nezzle, fucking stop it. Stop it. Stop it. That's fine. I didn't think it would do that. I'm not going to do it again. So counter spells good. Like, yeah, yes, it's it. I mean, I was, I was advanced because I was put up here. But oh, uh, he <laughs> the sound so, I make as I walk past and like dust a corner or something. <laughs> he goes back. He goes, uh, you have to kind of be able to understand what basic spell they're doing because most spells have a certain kind of way of being cast and being able to cancel that out using your magic effectively nullifies it. Or I could just do it. <laughs> Like, yes, or you could just do it. Would you, would you um, for example, because uh, Scan has been watching this sort of out of mild curiosity, being magical himself and having no fucking clue how it works. Yeah. Um, and so, like, so he's been looking on for a little bit of insight, which is why he sent the dragon rather than going to help Ryland himself. And he's just sort of, is it sort of, would, do you have any idea, Nezzle, how you do it at all, though? Like, yeah, it's just playing it. It's like, I like this music. I want to do this. That's how the music makes. That's how I feel. I relate that into music and let an energy out. Like it's deep. Yeah, mm. it's it's very much an art. Mine is neither. Yeah. Mine is like, huh, that'll be funny. That does, yeah, that <laughs> doesn't surprise me one. Bit. Uh, Locke looks at you, and you're pretty certain he has got deep concern over his face as you say, "I think that's funny magic." Like, I mean, because you have to remember, he's from a college. It's probably like first day. They put them in a room and go, "Don't do the magic unless you're told to." Don't do the magic. Like religion and sex. Um, and I'm magic from a place where fun. neither of those things happen, or both of them happen. Yeah, yeah. magic and fun, religion and sex. Yeah. Have fun while doing magic. You're gonna die and go to hell. Magic yeah. hell. So Harosh runs up to you, Ryland. It's he puts a paw on or a claw on yeah. on your knee, <laughs> and he just just sort of does the doleful eyes at you, like I've been told to come. Uh, Scan said you had bacon, but he can't communicate that, so we're just like, no, actually he can. You hear that in your head. Oh. <gasps> He's like, Scan told me to come over here, and he said you had bacon. That was a lie. <laughs> 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 no, I said there was bacon involved. I didn't say she had it. And and you hear Frosh say to Scan, I will not forgive you for this. <laughs> There's a lot of things I'm not forgiven for. Have I, 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 have I been out of here? Nope. Ha- nope. Okay. I, so I respond and then I'm just like, wait, what? And then... And then Frosh is like, wait, what? <laughs> and can I just and then think says at out him? Loud, wait, what? <laughs> can I try and think to him rather than speaking the words aloud and say, "Can you hear me?" You do that. You do not get a response from him. He just blinks at you like one eye after the other, sort of like a dopey look. Like, <laughs> blink, 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 blink. Uh, getting better now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, am I? Is my job here done? <laughs> I'm not a service animal. <laughs> can I? Can I say to him, "How about I share my dinner with you?" I don't want the potatoes. <laughs> That's okay, I'll eat the potatoes. Scan, she's giving me her dinner, so you also have to give me part of your dinner. Sounds legit. <laughs> Meanwhile, this conversation is you're getting like half of this, the rest <laughs> and of it. And I'm just kind of a bit mind blown because I'm still kind of coming down from the sadness high and mm. now. Have Rush I noticed is that, he can t- that, that she can hear him? Yeah. Mm. Roland, how long have you been able to understand Rush? 
I think it just happened. Are we close enough to hear this? We're all. Oh yeah, you're all in the same room. I'm, I'm on the I other side of the room. I probably haven't, except for except for Charlie, except who for Charlie. Is I probably haven't standing there holding, <laughs> holding the banister. <laughs> No. <laughs> Charlie got no. a natural 20. <laughs> no, yeah. But it's like, oh, funny no, to no. imagine that he didn't. No. I love the idea of him just like, no, not this again. Yeah. This is not on. A, tea, a single, when he failed, a single tear started rolling out of his eye and then he rolled a 20 and it went back into his eye. Yeah. So like, not wasting that. <laughs> just, just evaporated. Yeah, just goes back into his eye and he's like, nope. It's actually a sucking noise. Yeah. So I think I haven't noticed what's going on because it just sounds like normal <coughs> Scan chatting yeah, to bollocks. his dragon. Yeah. And then he's like, how long can you hear him? And I'm like, Wait, what? so what? Is that just a Ryland thing? Can I do it? Um, I say to I say to Crush, let's out of curiosity, expand your vocabulary and try talking to Abella. Is that the elf? Uh, yeah, that's the elf. Right. We've spent like two months with them. How do you not know their names yet? It's been more than that, hasn't it? It's been like it's been a bit. That one. It's been like <laughs> six months or Inner something. Inner voice crush is unlikable. <laughs> <laughs> is that because it just sounds like Matt? Yeah. <laughs> You've got a lot of. I'm sorry there. again. It was just too funny not to <laughs> no, say. That's fine. Too funny not no, to it's say. It's just like teenage Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're actually. He, that's what Matthew you're doing. Do you're playing my dragon <laughs> as a 15-year-old. Yeah. Because he is. He is like. Roughly that age. No, he's not. He's older than yeah. you. Yeah. I've had him since I was 12. Yeah. I'm 44. Yeah, but how old? You're 44. Scan is 44 years old, yeah. Old. Uh, half elf. Lives long. Yeah. yeah. Um, Same, but. And has done old. quite a bit of shit in his life. Yeah. Crush is over 30. Yeah. <laughs> and done with his shit. Wow, Crush is older than I am. Yeah. Think about it from his perspective. I'm having a lovely nap on my good friend Scan's shot. Oh, I have to go and do all this stuff now? Yeah, you have to contribute. Yeah. You want to go and go and talk to Abella? Yeah. Earn your keep. <laughs> he he struts up to you and looks up at it sits down, looks up at you like a cat. I would, no, actually I would phrase it more like a no, we've just learned this new trick that you can do, and that's cool. So let's try it with somebody else. Okay. Which one? The elf? The yeah. short one? Or I'm gonna do an animal handling. Yeah. That's eighteen. No, twenty. Yep. So who's he talking to? Abella? Okay. All right. Hey, he struts up to Abella and goes, uh, Your shoulders are bony and hard to claw onto, but I enjoy the smell. Aww. Do I hear him? No. Aww. Do I hear yeah. him? Yeah. I can hear him. Oh, that's cool. I can't. Oh, that's Damn it. What did he I say? I thought it was a funny... Uh, it was very complimentary. He yeah, said yeah. you smell nice. But you see, if it was completely complimentary, why did you feel the need to preface it saying that it was complimentary? Well, he did mention your shoulders are bony and hard to claw onto. But, um, oh, yeah. look, okay. I'd, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not inaccurate. I mean, look, I wouldn't want to sit he on said, He said a factual thing and then a nice thing. Yeah, all right, he fair enough. A compliment sandwich without the initial piece of bread. <laughs> <laughs> it's compliment toast. Is she compliment also cheese on toast. Delicious. Scan, is she also going to give me part of her dinner? Oh look, I, I'm sure if you if you're cute around her, she she usually gives you food anyway. I he do. immediately sort of adopts like I'm a cat. I'm just getting up and stretching, and now I'm going to go and drop up against your your leg. Does uh, I probably have learned this by this point, but does he like scritches? Yes. Okay, I will give him a scritch. He's like, oh, I take back the bony compliment. <laughs> uh, the bony comment. <laughs> He says he takes back the bony compliment. <laughs> that wasn't really a compliment. Tim. Okie dokie. I think he was just saying a thin. I don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's the one. Cool. Uh, Rubicon just... This is base level us conversation, Rubicon. If you don't like it, I'm afraid we'll have to... Uh, I'm gonna... Less crying normally, just... <laughs> weakness all around. Um, uh, Savage! I'm just going to go see how Charlie's getting on with the tea. It's just so much shade today. Yeah. Give I mean, to be honest, you just sort of came in and started crying. Yeah, look. I think that was... I think that was to do with the spell. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah, she walks into uh, the kitchenette and goes to Charlie... How goes the tea? <laughs> Everyone's going to need it. <laughs> Just on. I'm bringing us out now. Amazing. Do you need a hand or are you all right? No. Mm, just big, like, Do you cast need iron teapot thing that he found. <laughs> yeah. Like a big one. Just, yeah. uh, she moves past you and she's definitely pressing herself into you as she does so. There's a small cupboard and she opens it up and pulls out what looks like hardtack pouch Shrimp that's been... biscuits? Yeah. Yeah. And she pulls out and goes, they're not exactly, you know, high tea, but... Like chocolate, chocolate, grab one. But a cup of tea without a biscuit is just savage. (laughs) (laughs) This is how Charlie was a sailor. Charlie would have absolutely had, like, you know, friggin' sailor's biscuits and tea. So she goes back and, again, brushes past you. And you're pretty damn certain she is doing this deliberately. There was a grind in there. Yeah. Charlie would just make sure she doesn't bop her head on the cast iron teapot. Like, yeah. So Rubicon then sidles up behind you, Skin, mm-hmm. and puts a hand on your shoulder and just says, I like your little dragon. Where'd sure. you get him? Uh, oh, I'm up near Learned Loss. So it's a bit of a trek. It's like, a lot of people are liking him. Like, yeah, he's cool. He's a lovely guy. Um, it's a good friend. But, uh, yeah, no, hard to acquire. I don't know where you would get one. Learned Loss, you said? Mm-hmm. Well, it's more specifically the crags around Learned Loss. They're home to loads no, of colonies. Not been home recently, have you? Uh, last I heard from them was would have been the, from the, the his grandfather's letter would have been arrived three months ago. So I have no idea. Like it would have yeah. been dated. So yeah. I don't. That would have been the last I heard. We obviously keep tabs on sure. the trade in the north. Last that I heard, uh, a town that sounded like Lenalos had been burnt to the ground. Oh wait, it's just a good day, isn't it? I'm glad I got the crying out now. I. Don't know if that's a problem for you. Well, well, I know my sister isn't there. Um, I had other living relatives. Last I heard, anyway. Thank you for telling me. Any idea? Any idea who who was responsible for that? I didn't realize that you were from that way. I mean, obviously you're from the north, but the north is a big place. It's like one half of the world. You're also all aware that the king is bedridden, right? Like, you've been kept up to date with what's going on in the kingdom? Which kingdom? The Erhart kingdom. Okay. No, we have not. Okay, um, Dupree just sort of looks up and goes, uh, I would have told you all about that, but I figured we had more pressing issues. It's just gossip from home. But you know what? I need a little bit of a sit down and some tea, so maybe we would just catch up, ask yep. questions, and I'll see what we know. The last few places we've been were not not heavy on the news. They were all a little bit sort of... Busy with their own shit. Busy making the news? Yeah. (laughs) Busy dying or stabbing. So King Charles is currently bedridden. He's quite ill. We are confident he will recover, but we are also suspecting foul play. Are we confident that he will recover or are we loudly confident that he will recover, whereas secretly preparing for him to not recover? We prepare for all eventualities. Mm -hmm. But we are pretty confident that we've found the vector by which he was 
um, being poisoned. So, which member of the family was it? <laughs> uh, we don't actually suspect the family. We suspect the Bashano. Oh, so it wasn't his uh, shitty son. In what makes you suspect Sebastiano? Well, because we apprehended a suspected silver chalice operative that had been inserted into the royal palace. He had access to his royal highness, and a cursory search of his quarters revealed a cache of poisons and other tradecraft items. One plus one, you know. Those are all damning pieces of evidence. How easy was it to find it? If you're on the verge of war with the Elven Kingdom and you've got an Elven servant, oh. you're like, oh, let's have a look at the Elves. No, no, sorry. And I'm I... not accusing you of, of racism being you. Um. <laughs> he just sort of goes, like, he raises his hands like, eh. This actually happened before the war. In fact, a few months before we I've only actually just been updated on that situation. What was he poisoned with? <sighs> if he's still bedridden. Difficult to say, but it's hard to rule a kingdom without a king, isn't it? I'm just trying to think about what other big news there could be. Is there a royal wedding coming up? That wedding's not scheduled for right now. I mean, His Highness will have to return to the Home Islands, and that's an issue at the moment. I'm just, like, not giving anything away right <laughs> yeah. now. I'm just chill as a cucumber. In my head, I'm like, fuck that guy. He'll never make her happy like I did. <laughs> <laughs> he then says, uh, the only other thing I can think of that would be obviously of major importance is that the Unholy Empire has censured the war. They and I speak verbatim here, have said that it is a senseless waste of blood. Well, they're not wrong. It's, it's, very, it's very in character. They value blood. It's, it's important stuff. I did see a couple of them around earlier. Uh, yes, they were a delegation. It's some interesting stuff happening in the Unholy Empire. Not really relevant to us, but we're monitoring it. Uh, it's entirely possible that the current emperor is solidifying power, which is utterly terrifying. <laughs> yeah, they didn't show up in my mirror. I do not even understand what that means. I show him my vampire mirror. I'm like, mirror. That is not a mirror. That is a piece of glass that's... That is what? Yeah, so... <laughs> that lock or this, is that DuPont? No, no, DuPont says that lock just goes, what? <laughs> like this, the, the, it, it's physical. You can see yourself, right? No. <gasps> it only shows vampires. Yeah, yeah. So they showed like, up in your mirror. Exactly, right? It's the opposite of what you said. <laughs> that was me checking. Vampires show up in this. It's a vampire checker. Which is very How cool is that? Which is very useful if you don't know that they're a vampire. Yeah. These, however, were fairly obviously yeah. vampires. Yeah. I just enjoy the mental image of Nezel with like his rough and his like kiss style uh, I'm not, on. I'm not in that all the time. I know, but I just enjoy the video of holding it with this huge grin going, it's a vampire <laughs> checker. <laughs> At this point, Locke goes, May I? Uh, he goes, I want to just have a snaps it. He points it back at me to check. <laughs> he does. He's like, oh good. Um, and then he goes, I'm gonna, I want to just check something. I'm gonna step outside. Is that all right? Yeah, go for it. Um, so he goes outside the house. He's just like, oh yes, so oh, yes, so oh, yes, so oh, yes, and, yes. And he's like, vampires. You stand him. You see him on the perch, and he's sort of just moving this mirror around. And then he just stops and goes, oh, um, and puts the mirror down, walks backwards, closes the door, and goes, um, so uh, we're being well, surveilled. What's happening, Lark? There is a giant eight-foot statue in the square in front of the building and it was looking at me. And it should not be able to look at me and it's a giant eight-foot statue of a woman. It was covered in seaweed and it was looking at me. What do we do help? Covered in seaweed? Is it usually I go out there? to the window and look. Can we see it or is it... Yeah, it, only... it is the statue you saw in Mano's tower. Oh, good. But was it there before? No, no, there's no, no, there's no statues here. Sorry. The statue we saw as in the one that I was under and I blasted? Yes, the one that stood up. Oh. 
Is that what you're saying as you look through the window? <laughs> oh! <laughs> Dupont, this might be relevant to you. The last time we saw that statue, it was in my nose tower. Fuck! Oh, please tell me he actually says fuck. Yeah, he says fuck. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Stop the podcast, we're done. We're never going to get better than that. No, we're done. We're done. It's not getting better than that. (laughs) Well, 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 if it isn't the consequences of your own actions. Hi, everybody. It's Matthew, your DM here. First of all, rumours of our death are greatly exaggerated. Uh, We unfortunately had to take a couple of months forced hiatus all of a sudden due to a number of personal issues that had popped up in the real world, but we are back now and hopefully back on a semi-regular schedule. Again, big, big apologies to those of you who were waiting for new episodes to roll out in the new year. It was unavoidable. Things have gone a little bit crazy at our little end of the earth. What with the COVID restrictions being lifted on WA, uh, it has created a spike in coronavirus cases. And again, like I said, aforementioned personal issues that have come up. But what's important is that you have a shiny brand new episode and hopefully one hot on the heels. Speaking of cool new things that have happened, you should go check out Corsair's Cove. Josh and Karen have struck out on their own and have started their own twitch.tv channel they've recently started backup streaming so if you're keen for more josh and karen content you should definitely go check them out at corsairs cove they stream quite regularly they've currently got a 1v1 stream where josh and karen take turns alternating as the dm for the other character which is a fun little concept i actually really enjoyed watching their streams and i got to see karen dm for the first time it was oh man it brought a tear to my eyes it was beautiful i can't recommend corsairs cove enough go check it out on twitch.tv slash corsairs cove now, if board games are more your style of thing, well, boy, have we got something we can repeat at you ad nauseum in every ad break. That's right. It's Nerds of the West. Tom has a fantastic board gaming community that he does with his close friends who love board games over at twitch.tv slash Nerds of the West and on YouTube at youtube.com slash Nerds of the West. They do board game reviews. They do board game actual plays. They do board game board games. Everything is board games and more at Nerds of the West. And it's a fun community. It's a fun time. Honestly, if you've got nothing planned in your evenings or if you've got spare time on your weekend and you haven't got a friend group lined up to play the latest board game you want to play, go watch some other people playing board games and interact with them through the medium of text. It's so parasocial. It's fun. All jokes aside, though, it's a great show. I really enjoy seeing the guys on there. You've got Reese, you've got Beck, you've got Tom, you've got Lockie, you've got the whole nerds team. It's great content. Check it out at twitch.tv slash Nerds the West. Well, that's it for this episode. And as always, thanks for listening. It was, it, was it of the Lady of Bones or was that the previous? Uh, it was a depiction of the Lady of Bones. That's correct. Yeah. It was the same statue. Yeah. But was it covered She's in mad. This one is. But the one we saw wasn't. Wasn't. Because no, it, was it was on land. Is yeah. It? Oh, my God. She Has she through waded the... through the ocean to come kill us? Because that's horrifying. Possibly. It's like or some fucking silent oh. angels shit. It does yeah. look weeping, yeah. Um, question does also well, I mean, they're also stand. silent angels. So, so Char- Char- is, Sorry, um, Charlie, Mano is an archmage. <laughs> Wait. It's an arsehole. Dupree worked with Dupree, backstabbed Dupree. Dupree originally hired us to help him backstab Mano. That's how we all met. not something we need to discuss also, he oh, may have been spying on us through those books yeah, the that screamed. the book guy? Yeah. yeah. The, the book, book guy. guy. Okay, good. Why has um, he got a lady out there? That's a very good question. Which is what we want Debris, to answer. Which I, hopefully we can answer before I'm pending death I, by statue. I am 
as up-to-date as you are. I could just go talk to her. Do you want me to just... Honestly, if anyone's going to take the first hit from the statue, it should be Charlie. <laughs> yeah, Why? the one person who didn't wrong my no. Exactly. I'm still... Uh, I'll, I'm going to go... Go try and talk to her. Yeah, that, that sounds... Charlie just, like, walks out like, there's a lady with seaweed out. Yeah. Just, it's a statue. Yeah. yeah I'll be clear I'm, enough on that one. But yeah. <laughs> it's staring... Sure. Charlie walks out the front door. Yeah, so you walk out the front, and then, like, there's a little bit of space between the building itself and this, this um, wrought iron archway that you hmm. went through to access this area. And you just see this this statue is standing in the middle of the market garden, like this trampled... So is it, it's outside the gate? Yeah, it's, it's outside, outside the, the gate. gate. It's, not, yeah. it's not inside. It clearly distance. walked there? Yeah, there is a trail of, not destruction, but like destroyed... Is there individuals vegetables. around? Yeah, they're all staring at it. I'm going to walk out to the thing and be like... Yeah, so you sort of join the circle? Yeah, I was That's like... Cool. It just stands there, doesn't seem to pay any attention to you. I'm just going to be like, hello. Um, I say to uh, DuPont, what sort of magical protections does this house have? This so. is a Locke question. Locke, explain the situation. Locke as long as can it get in? No, not without the queen. So. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. Um, I'm going to go... But, oh, it doesn't appear to have interacted with Charlie. I want to first determine if it's going to interact with me. Maybe uh, first Tess walking around back and forth inside the gate still so it can't get you, but see if her eyes follow you. Yeah, is it, is it watching you like those paintings? Well, I will do that then. Yeah. I go out and I sort of... Uh, yeah, no, it's, it is. It moves its body and just sort of follows you, but doesn't actually make. How it. much do the people standing around it freak out? Uh, they back away from it wherever it's looking. Sort of like that. I don't know if Charlie does, but no, yeah. it didn't interact with me at all, even when I said hello to it. No, it didn't. Yeah, say. okay, cool. I go back inside. I tell I'm I tell Ryland to keep uh, ask Ryland to keep Rush. Um, <laughs> um, I'll, I'll, I'm scratching Rush. <laughs> Um, uh, and uh, and uh, say to him, so you don't like potatoes, any other veggies? <laughs> I do not like no the long veggies. green ones. <laughs> no, neither do I. And then I I step out of, I don't go over to it, but I just take one step out of the sort of protective area. It causes you to roll initiative. <gasps> wow. I roll my traditionally very good initiative. Yep. Nine. Nine. <laughs> Yeah, no, it rolled a 20 on the die. So the statue just charges forward. It moves quite quickly towards you. So that's a 19 on the die to hit Mm -hmm. for the first attack. Yep. And then that is a 20 on the second. Okay. Uh, It does 22 damage to you as it just brings an arm up and just slams it down on you and then follows it up with the second one. Roll me a con save. For fuck's sake. Yeah, that one can go away. Um, it was a three plus two, five. Five. Unfortunately enough, you're knocked prone as well. It is now your turn. <laughs> uh, I stand up using half my movement. Yeah. I disengage for an action and I walk away one step away from her so that she can't get me. Okay, so you scramble back uh, and then go into the archway. The statue stands there and stares down. Um, and I, I, I've just kind of stopped and my hand's kind of hovering above Crush. I, I think we may be trapped in here for a while. I think um, I was. Um, Scan doesn't run inside. He just steps like the yeah. three steps back that's required to be under the archway and she demonstrably can't get in. You can't read her face because it's just stone, but it is... I don't know where the thing went. It disappeared. Um, I say, what do you want? Uh, you're pretty certain that the statue heard you when you asked that. And a moment later, you are immediately assailed by a vision of destruction. 
a broken grand door, scattered suits of armor in a large waiting hall, and you immediately realize that this image is of the entrance to Mano's tower. You see all this from the perspective of the statue as it stands up to look at the party. Ryland looks over and notices it standing. The party make their escape to its suite. The vision then changes, almost dreamlike, to a regal-looking wizard who seems to be somewhat deep into his cups, raging at the destruction in his home. He then barks an incomprehensible command and looks up at the statue, unfolded letter in hand. And he says, Find the people who did this. Bring them here. And if you find that Dupree Dupont, crush his skull under your foot. I, I say, right, uh, I go back in and relay this and say, so Mano sent it, uh, it wants to incapacitate us and return them to uh, return us to Mano, which I feel like would be not mm. what we want. Uh, and it wants to kill Dupont without any shadow of a doubt. He, uh, I believe its instruction is to crush your skull. Wonderful, he always did overreact. Um, While this is all... Has he read the, did he read the scroll? I asked, oh. did, did I see him read the scroll? Yes. That, yeah. Yes, Because um, I remember what that says. Yeah. Um, and what? I say, I'm curious, like, it can't get in here. Can bullets get out? Because I'm feeling like just a firing line and just shoot the fucker. Great. <laughs> I'm just going to try something while they're having this conversation. Yeah. Don't like, the person. second I see that it's the Lady of Bones and it attacks him, I send a message to Whisper mm-hmm. saying... Somebody is using a statue of our lady to attack us. Uh, We can deal, but help if you like. Now, if she's on a different plane of existence, it's got a 5% chance of failing. Okay. Uh, But otherwise, she gets that message. Just Just letting you know if you feel like just destroying this thing. You get the following back. I cannot intervene in the affairs of mortals, Nezormagus, but I wish you good fortune and that you might prevail against your foe. I turn to Charlie and I'm like, cool, we're going to take this thing down. Doesn't seem to care about you. Can you get all the unlockers to just clear out a bit? I mean, sure. I think, so I think if we start firing or doing anything, they'll probably clear out. So maybe maybe if yeah, we like, do I a don't, little presidentation well, we don't like, want, fire around it. Just I just to, don't want anyone anywhere near because well, we also some seriously powerful stuff. We also don't want them around because, you know, like it, this is a secret hideout. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want people to go and tell, hey, there's bullets coming out of this house where there's no house. And there's also a, a giant statue that's trying to destroy it. I think this safe house might be done. Unsafe. But um, let's, shall we... Dupont, are you you up for assisting in this? Uh, Certainly, I can break out the rifles. I imagine Locke would probably be handy as well. I don't know what um, particular skills Rockercon possesses beyond being just fucking terrifying. Um, (laughs) (laughs) She looks at you and goes, thank you, darling. I say the nicest things. Um, You really do. (laughs) What's this thing made of? Stone. Stone. Uh, Actually, roll me an insight check, Charlie. With advantage for you. For me? Yep. Because he's used to stony, hardy things like his heart. That's a two. Exactly. And his head. <laughs> Balls. And yeah. his belt 25. of... <laughs> okay, with a 25, you look at this stone you go, wait a minute, this is the same stone that that statue of those three elves that I pushed over and destroyed is made of. Elf stone. It's not unusual though, right? It's, that, it's not it's a stone. No. Yeah. And if you recall, that stone seemed very resistant to weather damage. Okay. So don't do, like, elemental effects to it. 
I'm not. My job was. I know. Not you. I wasn't, I wasn't even looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> you were sort of ta- talking about the onlookers. After it rushed forward and attacked someone, the people around it ran away. Ah! Oh. Yeah, <laughs> screaming. Cool, that's fine then. The second there is no one within 10 feet of the statue, I cast Shadow at third level. Nice. Cool. Okay, since you're attacking this creature uh, and it can't tell where you are, this will count as a surprise round for it. I'll get everyone who wants to roll initiative and be involved in this fight to roll initiative. I don't get to re-roll, I just keep mine. Yeah. Mm, I got yeah. an 11. 16. Hey. Scan rolled a 9. Still a 9, yeah. Bella rolled an 11. Mm-hmm. Nezzo rolled a 16. What did you roll, Ryland? 16 as well. Okay, who has the higher decks out of you and Nezzo? I've got plus 3. I think she's like plus... I'm plus 2, so... Yeah. Okay, so that's Ryland. And it's on. Cool, okay. The turn order is the statue, followed by Nezzo, followed by Ryland, followed by Abella, finally Scan. And Charlie, are you... Uh, hey, are you rolling initiative or no? I don't even think I'm actually going to be here for this fight. Like, everyone's just throwing things at it. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to pour my tea. Get, go back just sit and I'll walk back inside and get biscuits. my cup of tea and grab some more hardtack and sit there and just eat it. Like, Rupert's like, what's going on? No, they're finding a statue that doesn't even know they're there. Right. Oh, I'm pretty sure it knows me there now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, top of the turn order then. Uh, The statue stands still and does nothing. It is framed from your perspective by this wrought iron gate, uh, but it doesn't seem to know where you are, so it just stays where it last saw scan and waits. Nezor, it is your turn. Um, So it's 48 thunder damage. So it needs to do a constitution saving throw. It's Mm -hmm. made of stone, so it has disadvantage. Uh, It actually has... uh, It's a magic spell. Uh, so it is just going to do a flat check then because it has a vantage okay. on that. Tom, if so you that, need more. That is a 23. Oh, okay, 20 that definitely beats my yeah. uh, DC. Uh, 4d8. So it takes half damage, is that correct? It'll take half damage. Okay. All right. 4d8. Really 13, 18, 20, so 10 damage. 10 damage? Okay. Cool. Yeah, so it's a 10-foot sphere okay. centered on basically because there's nothing near it. I'm like, cool, just right on it. Um, so it takes 48 thunder damage on uh, half smash on a successful save. Uh, and any non-magical object that isn't being worn or carried also takes the damage if it's in that area. Okay, the plants that are nearest to her are smooshed yeah. flat, and you see the gaze rattle against this magical spell. And then on your side, you actually see these wards flare up as it sort of takes the brunt of this magical damage. Ryland, it is your turn. Would you like to try and shoot the statue with something? So I'm going to use you one of my... You have a longbow? Yes, but my daggers are blessed by the fury. Oh. Mm. Oh, interesting. Ooh, okay. Yes. All right, cool. As you hold the dagger in your hand, you're certain that you will hit your mark with this. You have effectively a, a religious version of uh, True Strike on this. Uh, roll your first attack with them with advantage. So I get advantage? Yes. Oh, that's good, because I just rolled a six. And then a 10 plus 7, so 17. Equals beats. Excellent. Beautiful. So. so uh, it's just a D4. D4? It's right. not much damage, but yes. I'm hope, like, my hope is that the fact that it's a fury dagger will be yeah. in some way helpful. Yeah. It'll be D4 plus 4. 5. 5? Okay. Um, so, yeah, you actually do uh, 
10 points of damage to this thing. You throw the knife, are you aiming at any particular part of this thing? Right in the middle of the chest. It just sinks in like butter to the hilt. And it doesn't screech, but it definitely makes like a stone noise. Like, I don't know how to describe that. Like a like if a stone was, like a stone door grinding on the ground. Yeah. As it reels back a little bit from that. Uh, Nessel, you're watching this. You see like that effervescent magic mm. sort of leak a little bit out of that hole. And Ryland, with that, you're not quite sure what just happened, uh, but it is Abella's turn. Yes, I'm going to fire my longbow. Okay, excellent. That is a plus eight to hit, and I got a four. Uh, plus your attack? Um, oh, yeah, so that would be... Twelve. Yeah. No, unfortunately not. That's not a hit. Yeah. Uh, that's okay. Um, How far away is the statue now? Uh, from where you're standing, if you're... It's about ten foot between it and the house. It sounds like you don't want to go out, so uh, the last person in the order before we go back to the top is scared. I'm going to level a chromatic orb. Um... I only have uh, probably second level, because why not? Um, and yes, I'm going to attempt to hit her. That's a non-natural 20. Non-natural 20? Yeah, that hits. Uh, so it is 48. And seeing as thunder damage, did, uh, it, it worked apparently. Looked like it worked to her. Hit her. Uh, so yeah, her. look, it definitely like you see like um, cracks, lines, maybe? Cracks, yeah. small microfishes yeah. sort of like. I'll stick Burst. with thunder then. Okay. Oh, have you ever mm, seen... Oh, so many ones. Yeah, two ones, a six and an eight though. So, you know, 16 points of damage. 16 points of damage. Okay. Scan, you aimed this little ball of force out at this statue and it hits with a concussive blast, uh, leaving a deep dent in its stony facade. Uh, we go to the top of the order. This thing grasps the, the dagger and is unable to remove it from its chest and it is preoccupied with that. But you do see at the extremities where this damage that Nezor did to it, where it sort of shattered, start to seal back up as it regains two hit points. Motherfucker. Did my thunder damage appear to do damage too? No, it absolutely did damage. No, sure. But Uh, mine was all around it. Yeah, Yeah. mine was a focused little. Uh, It then, sort of doing this thing almost like Robocop when it's trying to target something, uh, and then uh, just reaches out with one hand and clasps the iron bar that makes up this this gate and begins to try to crush it. And... <laughs> well, may as well crush something. A little bit of purchase on it. Like, you see the, the iron start to bend a little bit, but it does not appear to do much more than that. You see the wards on the other side start to flare up, almost like it's actively repelling this attempt. Noticing that, uh, Locke starts to panic. He goes, no, 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 this is bad. This is very bad. If those wards fail, this place collapses and we all die. Nezor, what do you do? Um, I'm going to have the intention of kind of reaching out and casting Shatter again, but like something... I guess because, like, Shadow was my my original idea, that's what I went with, but something because of the fact that I'm doing this for the Lady of Bones takes over, and instead of strumming a chord and, like, an explosion happening, I strum a chord and get, like, almost pushed towards it, like, turned towards it, and two Eldritch Blasts launch out of the end of my loop. Oh, wow. So you just go with the flow. Yep. Awesome. What do these blasts look like? Uh, They're... (sighs) It's like something can't be darkness, so there's colour inside of it, but it, it's like 
it's almost like a shadow with a blue tinge that's just like launched. So like a mobile black hole. Yeah, pretty much. The but event like horizon it's, being like this bluish. Yeah. Yeah, right. Not but not, not totally a black hole because you yeah, can't you're have not, total blackness. You're not seeing the darkness itself. You're seeing what that absence of light does to yeah, the light exactly. around it. Yeah, Which is blue. Yeah. Um, so I make, because uh, I'm level six, two attacks. So it, it two, I'll just blast my roll attack for both of them. Um, that is a six. Um, so first one's 13. That does not hit. Yeah. Uh, and second one is 17. 17 does hit. Cool. So you see this the this first sphere like just... Well, it's not a sphere, it's like, like a line. No, no, well, I mean like sphere as in circle. Or do you mean spear? Spear. Like, okay, like, like, I, right, I heard sphere. You see this spear like just... I think because you probably weren't expecting it. Yeah. It sort of just flies out the end and just like grazes past, doesn't actually hit her. But this other one does. 1d10 force damage, 1d10. Uh, that is only a one. So that's just one damage. Oh, wow. I don't get bonuses on that at the moment. I will eventually. Okay. Um, but for now, I was just... It's like, just a little baby, yeah. baby, just, baby Eldritch Blast. <laughs> I just wanted that character moment, so... Ryland, it's your turn. Okay, um, so... I'm going to shake it up and shoot it with my gun, just to... I want to work yeah. out what... Like, I've got another Fury Dagger if I need it, but I want to... I've got more bullets than I have Fury Blast <laughs> Daggers. So let's see if a bullet's going to do anything. Yeah. So I shoot it with my gun. Oh, and I roll a 17 plus 5, so 22, to shoot the motherfucker in the chest. Yeah, roll damage. So eight damage. Eight damage? Okay. Nice. This thing is basically sitting there. I think I'm aiming, like, the, it's got the dagger in its chest that clearly bothering it, so I want to aim kind of above it. Right, like towards the throat. So I'm trying to extend the crack upwards. Ah, clever. It just pebbles into this marble, this white marble, uh, and you can see the you can see the shot has just penetrated maybe like a half inch, and shattered out from that. You see this impact fractures around it. It notices that it's not pain. It's sort of just this uh-huh. recognition of I have been damaged. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as it's trying to both like with one hand extract this dagger, the other hand is like clasped around this wrought iron gate. It sort of is like trying to track to where you are, and it is now a bell's turn. Gonna try to hit it with my bow again. What'd you get? A crit fail! Oh my oh. god, she shoots herself know. in the foot. <laughs> no, don't, don't. I'm stressing get because I'm worried that I won't be able to make and put it in a bag. my date with Colleen later Together. and I just can't stop thinking about that because I'm like, it's the first time that we plan a date and we have gone apart and I'm worried he'll think I'm flaky and I'm, what is going to happen? What's going to And all that's going through my head. And how, how does, I'm going to, because look, I, I rolled to see what happens on my dice. And he's and actually I come on. along to find out where we are and the arrow fires over <laughs> the... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can be really, dick. really mean or really, really like decent with this, and I actually rolled a one on my dice. <laughs> I think I just fumble with the bow a bit yeah. and potentially drop it. I'm like, oh shit, sorry. <laughs> Charlie goes, this is why we don't break into people's houses. Oh, no, I had this from the last character that you played. I don't <laughs> <laughs> and he was there. Uh, he agreed to break in with us. <laughs> Scan, it is your turn. <laughs> It was looking and he at was a Bella. A judgy prick too. <laughs> <laughs> it was looking at a Bella because he knows a Bella's a thief. I'm just gonna He's be like, like 
And this is why we just don't shrug like, what do you want house? me to do? Uh, I can't unbreak into his house. <laughs> <laughs> we can't un- steal all his shit. <laughs> we didn't steal much. Um, that, sorry, uh, another chromatic orb. Um, yeah, this one's it. only going to be first level because I like to keep a second level spell slot free. Um, so that's a 17 on the dice. Absolutely hit. hits. I'm aiming for the crack that uh, uh, Ryland has created. Um, and yeah, let's do 3d8 of thunder damage. Right, that's okay. a little bit better. There's still an eight and a one, but there's a five as well. So that's uh, 14 of three dice rather than 16 of four. So that's fine. Total of 14. 14? Okay, excellent. So I, I look over at Locke and I'm like, can you see the the, the, the magic uh, out of it? Uh, Locke has his hands extended and it looks like he's trying to boost the seals that are on this thing. He's like, uh, no, and I'm very busy. Please, I have to concentrate. <laughs> I was thinking that too, and then I was like, it's too low hanging. <laughs> what? But I'm glad you the magical seal. We're boosting the seals. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in you, Bobo. <laughs> 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 you know oh my god, it's like the Morty shield where it's all the Mortys being poked in the side. Now we just stapled a bunch of seals to the outside of the house. <laughs> They'll never notice. We've sealed the whole building. Arr, arr, oh, arr. God, the puns are terrible today. <laughs> Awful. I, I love it. Because you've got the big seals with their flippers outreach, and then in between the flippers, there'd be smaller seals and as we put well. And we put a walrus on the door. Just tessellated, like, lion seals. And We've been playing Tetris with seals. <laughs> <laughs> Monstrous. Monstrous. (laughs) Horrible people. Absolutely. Okay. So, like, do you want to describe, like, what this looks like? Um, You know how, like, standing on a firing range, like, you you set yourself properly, you aim, you you aim down your arm. That pose, like, side on to it, arm out, Mm -hmm. um, and it's basically just launching an orb from my hand, fingers splayed directly out along my right arm, and, yeah, just channeling my energy through that. And it says, like, <laughs> I have no idea how I'm doing this. Boom. <laughs> you should try shooting them out of your mouth. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> you hear Frosh uh, say, that's my dad. <laughs> so you see this thing hit it, kicks up dust as it goes across. You see that the crack is getting worse, both below and above around the, uh, the bullet impact. It, however, still looks relatively animate. Like it's shrugging this off. It's, Seems it's still pretty, up to shit. Yeah, taking the hits um, like a like a like champ. a like a like a champ. Like a ch- like a Charlie. Like a big yeah. stone um, champ. Okay, uh, it is back to the top of the order, and it's t- its turn. <laughs> okay. Crush, crush, crush. Interesting. Uh, what is the damage that that dagger does? Um, it's dagger just listed damage. as a normal dagger, so it just does the same as a normal dagger. So D4. All right, and um, okay, so it does. Um, it is trying to remove this dagger, and it must have done something bad because it actually lets go of its lets go of it with its hand, um, and sort of makes again that sort of stone squealing sound, um, mm. and it actually injures itself for uh, four points of damage uh, because it crit failed on its attempt to remove it. Nice. Uh, that that is, thing is welcome to stay there. Yep. Um, however, it then, with the other hand, still holding onto this wrought iron gate, but not getting any purchase, stands its ground for a moment. That effect that you saw of this, the microfishes sort of sealing back up, it's concentrating on that a lot more than it was 
before. Sure. And it's a lot it more regains, sealed. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And it regains <laughs> 12 points of damage. Oh, oh. So, uh, so it's, it's healed itself for eight this turn. Eight. It's sealed itself for eight. Yeah. Um, it's rubbing a seal. Baby. Is that <laughs> an ability check? That it has to do? Yeah. No, it's an inherent ability. Dang it. Uh, when it does an ability check, I want you to let me know. Okay. We'll do. Um, well, technically speaking, it's attempt to remove the dagger. From yeah, the that's like. But, but it could fail okay. on It's that, allowed to so. fail that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we can do that if you want. No, that's cool. It is then Nezor's turn as it's sort of trying to deal with this constant barrage. Because think about it, in the in yeah. the space of six seconds, it goes. Shot. Yeah, it's just getting. Oh, fucked God up. damn it! Yeah. Yeah. And it does the big muscle. No, it's fine. Uh, Nezor, right. what you doing? Uh, I'm going to. Like I could shoot it with a crossbow, but it makes more sense to just use magic on it, even though it's not super effective for me. Um, so I'm going to try and shatter it again, this time just at second level. Okay. Um, so I need a con save from it. Yep, absolutely. Ha, lol, it's getting cutting worded. <laughs> uh, take one from that result. Okay. I rolled a six on the dice. Subtract oh, five one. on the five dice. Five plus nine. Yeah, 14. 14. Yeah, cool. So my, my one thing of cutting word actually made a difference. Nice. Um, it is going to take the full 3d8 this time. Beautiful. Thunder damage. Yes. Okay. Uh, it takes 12 points of damage. Funny, you had cutting word. You could just do that anyway. What? Yeah. Hey, sorry, if, you only, if only you had chromatic orb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Excellent. Okay. So you summon forth a dissonant chord that amplifies a concussive force that strikes the statue. Uh, it's so powerful that it's momentarily obscured by the whirlwind of dust which kicks up. Uh, it quickly dissipates, showing the impact damage it has incurred on the statue, but it is still intact. Uh, it is now Rylan's turn. What are you doing? Ugh. Like, I don't know that the dagger's making it lick magic, do I? No, you can't see that, but it's definitely, you can see that it did not like the fact that as it tried to remove this dagger, it did something oh, and it reflexively let go. I was also going to use my bonus action. Okay, my go bonus. for it. Sorry, uh, Ryan, we'll be right with you. Bonus action just to be like, hey, Scan, you seem to be doing good stuff to it. Um, and like, strum a quick happy chord on top of my horrible discordant chord that's attacking it um, and give Scan a bit of the old body inspiration. Cool. Ryland, it is your turn. I reload and shoot it again. Okay, roll me an attack. Um, I roll a 19 plus 5, so... Beautiful. All right, roll me that damage. Uh, 8 plus 2. Nice, 10. So 10 damage from my next shot. Beautiful. Okay. Rylan squares up and fires. The bullet pierces the stone at an odd angle and sends dust flying off of it. Abella. All right, let's give <laughs> Abella let's of the swift, swift bow. Look. Look, she's so fast. I'm stressed. This is a stressful situation. I better find the ball! Find the ball now! Quick! <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Fire it straight. I know this is stressful. All right, let's try this. Fire this fucking bow again. Don't roll a one. Oh, no, I got a 12 on the dice, uh, plus eight. Yeah, so, yes. Oh, my God. God. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Charlie Claps. Done, it's been a couple of hours. I've done, like, two crit fails. All the right. arrow just tinks. <laughs> I got eight. Nice. Plus five. 13. So I just did 13 damage. Beautiful. Okay, so how does the how's this the game? So I'm like, I'm fuck. <laughs> like, fuck, 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 fuck. All right, focus. <laughs> Throwing it back, aim straight at the collar. Yeah. Just at that little like point of the between the two collarbones. Yep. And let loose. 
Yeah, no, it, it drives in. You see, hits that impact damage. You see it wedge in. And again, it's like it's, you're just sort of seeing this crack spread across like it's the base of its neck and then along its shoulder blades. It still has its integrity. Um, you hear Rubicon say, oh, that was a nice shot. So candidly to... You could valley. help. <laughs> <laughs> My work's mostly done up close and I don't want to... No, no you that's don't. not. Just scan who has got a massive lump growing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, God, I'm going to have a headache later. Yeah. Rubicon, would you do me? Would you be a darling and put on some, put a little rum in that tea? <laughs> I'll see what we've got in the liquor cabinet. Thank you. Wait, you don't put rum in tea, Scan. You just put rum in rum. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Don't bother. <laughs> She's like, double shot coming up. <laughs> so while you're all saying that, Locke looks over slightly panicked with his hands outstretched and says, uh, unless you want to know what pain feels like in five dimensions, I highly recommend that you kill this thing before it collapses the pan-dimensional breach. Uh, speaking of which, Scan, it is your turn. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm going to use a bonus action to cast Hunter's Mark. Uh, it gives me a d6 extra damage every Beautiful. time I hit the thing, and I can also track her for a kilometer. Because um, she, she fucks off, which she won't. She, let's be honest, she won't. Um, and so I'm going to, but now uh, it's, it's... How long does that last out of interest? Uh, an hour, I think. Okay, cool. I just wanted to but get I'm going to do it with my pistol, because I'm running out of magic. Okay. Um... No, you fucker. Um, so I'm going to roll my bardic inspiration. <laughs> so, that good, huh? So seven plus seven. Yeah. So 14. So uh, that other seven that I rolled on the D8. Uh, seven. Makes it 21. Hey. Triple nice. lucky. Thanks 21 does hit. <laughs> roll me some damage. Okay, so I've been doing a D10 and D6. Wah. And pair of ones. Nine and a one. Nine and a one, that's 10. 10, yeah, that's, that's mass. Uh, plus... Four. Yeah, 14. Yeah. Okay, so here's, here's something that's funny. I don't normally do this, but um, the amount of damage you guys have collectively inflicted with that additional nice. amount, 77. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm like, that's, that's good. Fine. I was hoping he was going to say 69. Oh. And that's why I anticipated it with a nice, but so, then he didn't. Look, 77 yeah. is also kind of cool. Uh, nice to know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, yeah. And uh, again, aiming the probably for the bullet. <laughs> uh, yeah, look, it, I'm, I'm going to say, like, it's basically just a secondary impact quite close to it. Sure. Again, you're seeing the shadow. This thing is just taking a beating and it's still moving. It reaches out with the other hand that was going for the knife. It's kind of... I'm not going to touch it's that like, again. Oh, that's, that's enough. And... Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Shit. All right. Okay. Uh, you see the two hands on either side of this archway clamp and you see the metal bend under its power mm -hmm. and you see Locke go, oh God! And the seal on the left-hand side from your perspective, mm -hmm. so the one it was already kind of attacking, yeah. uh, you see that start to buckle and break. Mm -hmm. You see that start to take the strain as this metal is being damaged. Back to me? Yes. Lock, how resistant is that gate? Uh, I thought it would be perfectly fine. The physical thing is being broken and it has resistance to damage. So can I cast magic on the gate but not damage the gate? What, what are you going to put on the gate? I'm going to heat it up a bit. That is a very bad idea. Okay, I won't do that. <laughs> you could do it to, like, the myriad of I don't pieces know how of metal. Yeah, but I was like, I could just get it to let go of the, uh, the no, gate. Oh, no, that's a good not idea. What about, because he's got wooden... It doesn't matter. It's got wood... <laughs> He's got metal bullets in it. Yeah. made of rock. So. It, it, it doesn't matter. matter. It, it doesn't have a resistance. I was like, damage. if I could get it to just let go of the gate, uh, then sweet. Yeah, yeah. If I can't, 
No yeah, point. I'm just gonna, just gonna heat metal up a couple of bu- uh, the the bullets. The, the um, I was gonna do the dagger because yeah. I can't I can't see the bullets and stuff if they're inside of it, but I can oh, see no, the. You can see one of them. Is oh, very let's much, call it. Like it's like it's like the Iron Man orb almost. Yeah. Its chest. I reckon. It's Ragnar's butt. Yeah. No. Let's go the let's go the bullet. So it's just straight up two d eight damage. So the other part of it, which doesn't say on the card, that says on the website. Um, is if a creature is holding or wearing the object, creature must succeed on a con thing to drop it if it can. If it doesn't drop the object, it has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. Okay, so, great. Uh, that would be six damage. Six damage total? Uh, yep. Okay. And then as my bonus action this turn, I'm going to give some bardic inspiration to Ryland. Uh, it tries and fails to remove the burning coal that is now blazing in its chest. Woohoo! Right, excellent. Ryland, it's your turn. Um, I'm gonna, this, I suppose, alarms me to the point where I'm like, fuck it, I don't want to die. And, um, I, I throw the second dagger Great. right in the middle of its forehead. Right, roll me an attack. If it has some sort of brain, I want to hit it. Doesn't, but yeah. 21. 21. 21? Dang! I love uh-huh. that sevens and 21 is what that dice does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, six. Six? Something. 12 points of damage. Uh, yeah, no, so the dagger flies in and, like, sinks into a pretty much dead centre to this thing's face. It squeals again with this noise. Uh, actually, I'm going to... No, it's, it's fine. Um, it, you see it almost consider, like, I should probably remove this <laughs> because it's impairing my ability to do things. <laughs> Bernie goes, yeah, but I can do that after I destroy the gate. Yeah. Um, so it... it sits there, um, you see Nezor, more of this sort of effervescent magic sort of just leak out from this where this hole is. Uh, Abella, it's your turn. Alright, let's give this another go. Um, so I've done one really good shot, one really bad shot Yep. and just then... You did another really bad shot. I got 14. Oh, okay. Uh, unfortunately, that's not going to hit. Damn it. 14 on the die? No. No, 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 no as in all is, up. Yeah, yeah all Can't up. help everyone. So, yeah, you lose another arrow and it goes wide. You yeah. Shoot, you shoot Yeah, I think it probably hit it on, like, the shoulder or something and just, like, ding. Okay. Uh, it is now Scan's turn. <clears throat> I'm going to shoot it again with my pistol. Uh, that would be 17. Yeah, that hits. Yes. Yeah, Good. that definitely hits. It's a plus seven. <laughs> um, so 10 on the dice. Um... Uh, 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 <laughs> the same one and nine. Um, so ten. <laughs> so fourteen again. Okay. Um, it, I'm just wailing on that crack. Yeah. yeah. And then I reload for my bonus action. Absolutely. Okay. Great. Uh, cool. Well, in that case, it is with the hand that um, was not getting much purchase on the side. The one it was using to try and remove the knife is going to extract its hand from what it was attempting to do. And then it's sort of clumsily going for this um, this burning cinder in its chest. Okay. At the moment, it has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks, so whether or not... Disadvantage is good. Well, that was a 20, so... It, far more dexterously than you thought, plucks this thing from its chest, drops this pebble, this het-up pebble. Molten. Uh, yeah. Um, Don't worry, and, there's a new bullet in there now. And then uh, you see... Well, that's not great. You see this; these cracks start to heal over. Yeah. Nezor. Yeah. Um, so it's still not inside. Nope. And it doesn't look like it's trying to get back inside. Well, oh, it's definitely trying to get inside. Yeah, but like on that turn, it, no. it didn't. No, it prioritized um, the burning ember in its chest. I'm going to try and do 
Um, Eldritch Blast again. I'm it, just like, it, cool. it prioritized a burning ember in his chest. There's now another thing to make a burning ember of. As yeah, well as the uh, two but, daggers, but this is me being like sure. slots. No fair. I've only got. I'm like, doing I the use, same. Yeah, <laughs> I have. I've used all my third level, and I've got one more two left. So I'm just like, if it gets in, then I want to be able to do something. Yeah. So sure. Um, yeah. Uh, so double Eldritch Blast. Uh, so that's that's only a ten. Okay. Uh, and that's a twelve. So. Nah, neither of those hit, unfortunately. No, these like, these spears of unnatural darkness tinged with blue just sort of bounce off it. Was there anything else you wanted to do? No. Uh, there are... Yeah, I'll use my... I wasn't going to use my bonus action because I was going to hit metal, but I can't hit metal now. Um, so I'm going to give my last bloody inspiration to Angela. <laughs> that way... Who needs it? Everybody. Could save Look. it to Cunningham, but you don't worry. Cool. Abella. That's, sorry, Ryland. Guess I'll shoot the fucker. Yep. And I just realised I have two attacks per action either, so I could have shot it twice. Oh. <laughs> We're all operating on like half. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a very it's been casual a long affair. journey. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, oh, we'll get it. The first few rounds, like, Nezar oh, and I particularly were casting spells. Yeah. So, but... Oh, I just rolled a two, so I missed. The first attack? Two, yeah, the first attack. Times. And you have action surge. You could do four. <laughs> I shoot it four times. No, no, save it for combat. Oh, okay, yeah, no, I'll save it for melee when I can do some real damage. But I do shoot it again. Yeah. And I roll a ten that time, plus five, so I still miss. Right. I'm doing so great, you guys. I mean, this thing is taking a fucking beating, but yeah. 17 is not like an, uh, is not a particularly low AC. Like, yeah. uh, Abella, it is your turn. I'm a fair, yeah. You and I feel like right. shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, what did you get? Six. So plus eight, 14. Yeah, it's eminently doable. Yeah. All good. Seven. Seven. Nice. Oh, yes, this is the seven dice. <laughs> Lucky seven. Excellent. Oh, which good. makes it 21, which is even better because that's what it did before. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. Something about sevens. Four plus, plus five. five. Yep. Nine damage. Nine. Beautiful. Okay. Great. Ching. So that is... That's pretty decent. Uh, so, yeah, you see this this um, arrow you loose hit one of the fishes and just sort of stick in and wedge it open even further. Uh, this thing is, like, starting to look like a crumbling mess. It's still very much in one piece, like, not parts haven't chipped off of it, but it, it's reminiscent of sort of, like, how an accordion opens up and moves. As it moves, it's, it's definitely showing breaches within its interior. Yeah. I better be able to get my fucking days back after this. I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> Charlie, uh, you see Dupree walk in holding a blunderbuss. Oh, there he is. And then he goes over to you and he goes, do you like the honours? I, I mean, I haven't been hunting in a little while, so why not? You don't use a blunderbuss to hunt, dude. <laughs> Depends <laughs> on what you're fucking hunting. If you're hunting an elephant. <laughs> they don't always just fire single rounds at their spread. So yeah. you can use them to shoot pheasants and big shotgun, yeah. <laughs> you use them to clear fucking like um streets. <laughs> A street of pheasants. You saw the puckle gun that yeah, they no, used I, to use to shoot like um, flocking birds. I, just, out I feel of the like sky. it's cheating. Definitely is cheating. Scan sees like if you hunt pheasants with that, you are lazy. No, not pheasants. <laughs> Come now, fucking Hiccups. birds. <laughs> so I'm Port just going to the range of 400 miles. <laughs> I'm just going to give you the stats to the blunderbuss, no. uh, so you're aware of it. Okay, so it does 1d12 plus dex piercing damage. Yep. Um, it has dex. a range. It has a maximum range of 90 feet. Yep. Uh, it does require you to load it, so it does take a turn, um, an action. Uh, it is two-handed, but it also has the ability of burst fire. 
Now, burst fire can either target a single target or it can hit a 10-foot cube. Yep. The people you attack with that have to do a DC 15 dex save or they take the damage. So you can potentially Turn hit... into an AOE. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so... Uh, yes, I would like you to roll initiative, please. Nah, I rolled a one. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the first time you've yeah, rolled a one? Yeah. Go first, though, no, that we... makes it a six. Oh, wow. Uh, I only have plus five to That's amazing. This, uh, this... Yeah, it's appropriate, because it means you get to go in this turn. Yeah. You go after DuPont. Uh, so DuPont hands you the blunderbuss, Charlie, and now it is Scan's turn. Um, so I use my bonus action, and yep. then I fire both of them. Beautiful. Uh, you should never fire with both hands at once. It's just a dumb idea. Um, <laughs> Are you saying this as you fire and miss? <laughs> Yeah, oh, stupid. Um, but but the other, the 24, oh, I'm gangster all the way. Oh, God. <laughs> you get, like, um, flash in your eye when you fight. Oh, God. It wasn't that bad. It was a, it was oh, a 10. It was a, that's, that's a 3 on the die. But a 24, I think, hits. Yes, oh, absolutely. Please roll damage. Yeah, okay, here we go. So let's see that 9 and 1 again. I'm happy for the 9 and 1. That'll work. <laughs> 10 and 4, motherfucker. Yes. That's good. Go for it. <laughs> um, yeah, 10 and 4 plus 4, so f- f- uh, 18. That is not bad at all, actually. Uh, that was a good round. But it is now its turn, and it is going to use its action. So it's skipping my turn. Oh, sorry, no. It is tr- correct. Charlie, it is your turn. Char- I'm making the attack. I'll shoot the fucking thing. I'm going to go, right, so is, because these things are fucking loud. <laughs> um, so that's... 21. Shouldn't 21 hits, ears If somebody shouts ease because it's a pressure wave. Yeah. yeah. So it was a D12, did you say? Yes, D12. Oh, yeah, you would have an amazing name. Yeah, of course I do. Because you're... I'm he's, he prof- he's not proficient. I don't think though. you're proficient in it. Are you proficient in martial weapons? No. No, then you wouldn't be. But okay, so still I would plus lose... Plus five. Yeah, so yeah. I would... Still, still so it's 18. Then. Yeah. Yeah, it's a seven plus dex, which is five. 12. Oh, so 12 points of damage. Nice. And oh, then you sure. pass it to DuPont and he can reload it yeah. while yeah. you punch her. He is waiting for you. Yeah, yeah. no, Charlie just... Vroom, and then, yeah, just hands it over. Pass like, me the next one. <laughs> <laughs> it's very um, great, great white hunter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Charlie is is like Livingston Dell. <laughs> He's wearing his pith helmet in another life. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to do with your turn or you could do on your turn? Um, all right, so this thing... How close is it to the gate? If you want to talk in terms of squares, it is on the square exterior to where this gate is. So it is hard up against it. It is basically blocking entrance and exit. Sure. No, but if I walk up to it, It has essentially some of it breached into the gate? No. Other than the the hands that are going around it, but you suspect what that is, is that's more like the entrance, the porthole, the entranceway. For anyone else, they would just pass through it. Like, it doesn't block someone from going through. It just, if you don't have the coin, you won't go through to the house. Oh, so it's a dimensional thing. Yeah, okay. So it's in, but I I can't punch its fingers? No, you can absolutely punch its fingers. Yeah, and it's not, I'm not, like, me punching it in the fingers yeah. isn't me going out. Oh, I see what you're asking. Uh, I look, don't want to go no. up to it in melee combat and no. then it fucking punch me no. in the face. You, again. Like, <laughs> uh, you would need to basically attack it on through the gate to be able to do any damage to it. So you would need to be against it. However, those attacks would be fast because you're a monk, you're a pro boxer, and it's not going to be able to attack you because it is exterior to that, but as you come out... As in, realistically, uh, I could move up to it, punch it... Disengage. And then disengage. Yes. 
and it won't be able to do anything to me. Yep. Yeah, we'll do Until that. the gate's destroyed. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what are you using to do the attack? I feel. No, no, as in uh, you've used your attack action to fire the gun. He has a second action. Does he, when I make an attack action, I can make, I can make two attacks. Eh. No, don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, hang on, no. no Sorry, that's a 17. Yeah, I was yeah. like, you get a... Excellent. <laughs> you get a heck of a bonus to attack. Yeah. Please um, roll damage. So Charlie moves up and, yeah. Stupid monster. Oh, shut up. <laughs> that's fine, I'll take that too. Uh, so that's eight points of damage. Eight points of damage? Yep. Okay. We are punching for the fingies, so... Uh, yeah. <laughs> ah! Eight points of finger yeah, so damage. Yeah, Charlie would like walk crushed. up and go, boom, and then um, use so like, the bonus action to disengage and move Are back you again. punching the fingies? Yeah, in the fingies. Okay. She yeah. lets go, and her um, fingies ow. do not come with her. Right, I'll, get her to do a t- I'll get her to do a save to see if she actually... Turns- oh, uh. that's, that's bad. Um, she lose the fingy? No, no, she lets go. Yeah, she does. Charlie's like, I rolled a four. Like, yeah, Charlie would, you know, when DuPont walks out, just finish the tea, pick up the thing, boom, hand it to him, walk over, punch her in the finger. She's like, ooh. I would imagine Rubicon's just like... I'm actually willing to say that you destroy the finger. Cool. Um, However, it is still like, it's, it's broken, but it actually doesn't... Disconnect. It's broken, and but yeah. there's still the like structural damage rebar stuff in yeah. it. Like Concrete. it doesn't have it's rebar mine. in it, but it, it's well. <laughs> when you know. magical design, it is still attached. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Could have rebar. You don't mould marble around. Rebar. I know. You, anyway. you put rebar in concrete. <laughs> anyway. So, so this thing is not happy at all. Um, however, oh, really? Yeah, uh, no, it's not enjoying the situation. Bit, how's the bit seaweed of doing? Now that its hands have been disengaged, it does attempt to, with the one that's still got functioning fingers, attempt to remove one of those daggers from its head. Um, which it does. Um, straight out, drops it. Uh, hey, and then... It's on the floor. Someone get it with Mage Hand and give it to Ryland. Entirely <laughs> <laughs> possible. Um, and Ryland's like, I want that back! Okay. <laughs> Uh, and then it regenerates six points of health. It's uh, not too bad. No, it's okay. Undid, like, most of the punch that I did to it. <laughs> yeah. You see the finger, like, reseal. Yeah. Um, it re-fingered it. As it sort of, like, it, it, it's that, you it's that weird... You defingered it and it re-fingered it. Yeah, oh, defingering, degloving. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, like, you see it sort of just, like, snap into place and then rotate to the, where the, the, the brake lines were and they just sort of connect and you see the stone seal over. It is now Nizor's turn. Roll. I'm enjoying the feeling of uh, of, of fishing about. So I'm just like, let's just go. Like it's at almost point, just it's like it's just gratuitous at this point. You're not actually hitting anything. It's just fun. It's just fun. You're just having a good time. I'm like, and I'm, I'm shooting dark things from my guitar. Hell yeah! Pew pew pew. This is all you. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> like Locke is like, I don't know what that is, but that is terrifying. Uh, that. A oh, it's only gonna be sixteen. Sixteen. And that's not one. Oh, okay. What is wrong with all of us today? Uh, When you say all of us, you mean you two. Um, you had a miss too. One of the strings, like on that hard thrash, because you're really going at it, right? One of the blast, one of the bus hits but bounces off. Yeah. The other one, you strum, and one of the loot strings goes twang. Um, and it throws off your aim. That's cool. I'll fix that later. Yeah. Okay. That's all I can do. I've got no more. Um, you got nothing. Bardic inspiration or anything. Right. So, no worries. Uh, okay, so uh, Roland, it has taken a severe amount of damage. Mm. I'm gonna shoot it a couple of times. 
pew, pew, pew. Okay. You're just like, I hate this thing. I really do fucking hate this thing. I've noted where that dagger has landed, by the way. Yep. Like on the floor by its feet. That's okay. Okay. Go ahead. First shot. Oh, good. Oh, for fuck's sake. Is it two? So that misses. Come. I'm getting another dice out. I hate this one. Yeah, look, it's better. It says three. Uh, okay. Um, oh my god, I hate myself so much, you guys. You I'm gonna yeah, lie back yeah, down on the floor. Right. <laughs> Maybe if my mother had believed in me, I would be out of shooter. Uh, Bella, it's your turn. Oh yes, seventeen nice. on the dice. Very nice. Roll damage. Plus eight, so twenty-two. That's well, the best. Plus you've seven, done. so twenty-one. But yes. Oh, 17 on the dice. 17 yeah. plus 7 is 24. 24. It's good. It's good. Look, it's it been hits. a long... Just roll the fucking dice. I'm dead! <laughs> I got a 2 plus 5, so 7 total, seven. which is something. Mm, it's more than it healed last time. 7's so, yeah. been a good number. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. What do those sounds mean? Those, that? those sounds are like, ooh, interesting. Love uh, okay. Okay, this Twitter, thing... Like DM just keeps rolling dice, goes... Mm. Oh. Rolls more dice. Yeah. It's like when a fortune teller is looking at the leaves and goes like, mm, oh, that's not good. Yeah. Oh. Just, like, I don't oh, need oh, the fuck. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, Jesus Christ. Do you know what? I just, maybe it's not your day. Maybe how, just go. How, how does this your money back. Fucking get out, please. How, how, does this, how does this arrow hit the target? Mm. She kills it. <laughs> Um, there's already damage. You know what? I'm going to aim for the... There's a big old knife wound in its face. Yeah. I was going to say, one of the wounds that's like... Yep. In, I'm going to try to get the arrow straight oh, yeah. on in there. Uh, so Seven the arrow is now wedged firmly in where the uh, dagger that Ryland threw... Um, yeah, it is. Was, and it's, now it's, it is a unicorn for some reason. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, and it's kind of doing that thing of like when a dog has like its um has the cone around its head where it like, can't, what? can't what? quite figure out what, what? what's going on. That's basically how it's reacting right now. Um and it is just sort of like you're starting to see like dust come off it, like it's starting to like lose that integrity that it has. Looking a little woozy. Oh yeah, like it's not quite able to accomplish what it is attempting to do. Scan, it is now your well, actually no, Dupree starts basically reloading. And then yeah, preps the preps the gun again. Uh, Rubicon is just watching this whole thing. Could Rubicon fucking do something? Maybe <laughs> she's just watching. Um, and then she's like, oh, "You guys have it. You got this." And then it is Skin's turn. Yeah, it is. I've literally used all my ammunition for my pistols, so I think I'm going to throw my harpoon at it. I'm aiming the same spot, the arrow where the, yeah. where the arrow just went in. Arrow so in I was the like, face. Hey, there's a nice hole in that face now. Yeah. And I'm like 10 feet away. I'm like, this isn't even overly difficult. Even I can hit this shit. Um, <laughs> maybe I should try my harpoon. No. no. <laughs> I've been fooled before. <laughs> Fool me once, shame on me. Well, actually, I'm all out of armor, uh, armaments now because I can't reload the gun again. So I'm down to harpoons. <laughs> so here it comes. Uh, that's 12 on the dice. And that's, you add seven to, so 19 yeah, hits with the harpoon, <laughs> motherfuckers. Oh, wow. Smothering the harpoon. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm out of everything else, so Ooh. it's 2d6. Roll well. That's a6. And the other one was also a six, irritatingly, but it's on the floor. No, that's okay. We'll count it. So okay. that's, that's fine. 12 from a harpoon. 12 plus... Plus my dex, which 16. is four, so 16. Right. 16. Oh, God, okay. About time. What? Oh, oh, my, oh, oh, oh. oh, my God. Is it on one health? Did I kill it with a harpoon? Did I? How, did you, how do you kill this? Yes! <laughs> Damn it. 
Um, One point over. Yeah, it's good, good. Um, yeah, uh, this is, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be like heart shot. Just sort of like, yeah. that's cool. But now let's aim for a different bit. And I just thunk it right in the heart. Like wh- where where its heart would be. Oh, right. Yeah, no. And you just see this thing impact. It, and you hear this, oh, shit, I'm all out of guns. <laughs> um, yeah, no, this Maximum thing, effort. Um, this thing goes into the stone far deeper than the other stuff was. And it, yeah, like you just hear this like stone shattering sound. And this thing suddenly is like a puppet with its strings cut. It just sort of falls to the side. Um, it doesn't break apart, but it definitely fractures open. The effervescence you see coming from this thing's uh, dagger wound appears to peter out to almost nothing. Almost nothing. Almost nothing. Ooh. And then it is disabled. And uh, Rubicon comes up to you, Scan, and throws her arms over your shoulder and goes, in your ear, I love a man who's confident with his harpoon. <laughs> She's so lucky none of us heard that because we'd be like, oh, bitch, you have no idea. <laughs> I was like, oh, I've been handling long and pointy sticks for a long time. <laughs> it was the gayest man in the room. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of There Be Dragons. I am your Dungeon Master Matthew, and Abella de Rosier was played by Angela Leda Kay. Charlie Roughhouse was played by Tristan Doust. Nezor Valgoulis is played by Tom Moore, who also acts as our sound recorders. Ryland Westfall is played by Karen Schlink, and Scan Felsbar is played by Joshua Walker. If you're interested in supporting the podcast, please consider checking out our Patreon at patreon.com slash therebedragons for additional material and content. You can also check out our website at therebedragonscast.com. There Be Dragons is produced and edited by Matthew Buss. There Be Dragons' original score is composed by Sean Tanian. You can find more of his work at seantanianmusic.com. There Be Dragons' art is produced by Brianna Manning. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening.